Thank you for joining us on Off Topic with Alex and CeeLo. Today we have three wonderful guests, <sighs> starting with one of my favorite guests. We got CeeLo. Rosas. CeeLo on the track. What's good? <laughs> it's good to be back. And then we have our first reoccurring guests, Adriana and Aria. Hello. Adriana and Ariana. Do you guys plan to do that on purpose? No, no. <laughs> I just haven't, like, you know, turned thing, you know? That Ending. was so perfect. Wow. <laughs> They both literally said hello, not even like, hi, hey, what's up? Just both hello in the same tone. Same you guys do that all the time? Hi, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with hello. And then like, yeah, that was just all instinct right there for me. Yep. Oh, my God. Do you guys do that all the time? Um, I think like we still do it every now and then. But I think when we're like we were in school and like really like, you know, close in that sense um, all the time, uh, it would happen a lot more often. Um, but like now that, you know, we're older and like you know or have our own jobs and so to speak um it, it can happen but it's more so every often mm. rather than more occurring like where i would say like it's pretty frequent yeah. like it used to be in yeah like i would say stuff. like it happens more so when we're obviously both in this obviously in the same room um <laughs> being addressed at the same yeah because uh, my, my my mentality you know for it is like when they're like oh like saying hi to her I want to know who she, you know, who's asking me about yeah. it. I'm, I'm just protective that way. Like, <laughs> and, and not in a way like, oh, what, what are you talking to my sister for? Like, you know, not like that. Yeah. But um, I typically am like curious, like, oh, who's, who does Adri, you know, want, or who wants to talk to Adri? Um, yeah. So then, yeah. So it's, it's funny. Uh, for me, it's more so like, oh, who wants to talk to her? And that's kind of, that's when I'm like, hello, even though it's not me they're addressing. Um, but. <laughs> what if you guys were so twins that you guys actually forgot that who you guys were i think i would have to like someone would have to have put me under and like <laughs> i had to have been asleep for many years for that to have work because you, you know how sometimes people forget which one of you is who oh yeah mm -hmm. uh -huh. what if you forgot who you were and you thought you were your twin oh that'd be pretty crazy i mean like not only just thinking about like what we do and everything but like we know each other so well uh -huh. so it's like i think for us like if that were to like happen like out of like some really small percentage. <laughs> I think we play the part pretty well. Oh, 100%. Like, but it's like just thinking like the whole aftermath of that, then hopefully to God, like, you know, for us to like realize like who we really are. Uh, I don't know what kind of like, you know, therapy we have to do that for that. That's the trippy <laughs> oh my part. God. That's the trippy part. Cause like, again, we've spent most of our lives together, like since, again, literally as soon as we were born, like she's been, we've been inseparable ever since. Yeah. Like, like she was saying, like we have our own jobs, you know, we have our own friend circle. So like we do have things that are ours and that we don't yeah. quote unquote share, but it's like, <clears throat> we spent so much time together that our manners are super similar. Like mm -hmm. I know what she's gone through. She knows what I've gone through. I talked about my own stuff, like personal things. And I know she shared, you know, stuff about her self as well and so like 100 if someone wanted me to act the part of adri like let's say like this is it's in those one of those scenarios like if someone was after her and like they were hunting her down <laughs> i would immediately step into that position and be like oh yeah i because i know her like the back of my hand and she does too but i think i would slightly perform the the part a little bit better <laughs> i don't think slightly i think she would go full board me because i'm like i have a hard time if, like lying so i'm like i don't think i like that meant my mentality is if i'm gonna commit to something i'm going full on full board like mm. i will commit and so yeah <laughs> see it's for me if like i feel like it's like a lie or like if i'm being dishonest that really trips me it up so it's like mm -hmm. i can't i don't feel like i would 
perform it well. Like, again, like, I would have to feel like either something were to happen, like, I get in a coma or some shit, and, like, I truly believe it. I think then that's when I would actually commit to it. But, yeah. It has to be more genuine. Me, I will be honest. I can, I I will play the deceiving (laughs) role if I have to. Um, I don't like to, but I will. Sometimes you have to. So, what else makes you guys different? What sets you guys apart? Well, I would say, like, um, Aside from us sharing a lot of similarities, like I'm pretty sure we probably sound the same. Um, you do, uh, yeah. <laughs> At least from my perspective, Alex right. has spent more time with you too, right? I could, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, <difference>. like <laughs> our tones. People, I've been told that I have a slightly higher tone, and she has a slightly lower tone. Which, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, no, my voice is deeper, and it's because I'm always hearing myself talk. So right. you think you're deeper than you actually yeah. sound, which I found super weird, but I believe it. Um, which but this uh, whole time, I thought I sounded like a man, and I. In honesty, I sound like a four-year-old. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh my god, no, you don't. <laughs> he's over here listening to himself back. Like I sound really good, right? He's like, so good, right? He's like, yeah, he's my like, voice he's like, sounds great. I sound right. like this uh, every yeah, day. Yeah, my voice sounds yeah, exactly. great. <laughs> you hear the playback and you got a higher pitch. Now you're like, wait, what? Yeah, CeeLo, who'd you record that last episode with, dog? Because that <laughs> was that? not me. Right. Like, I was speaking with my chest. I'm supposed to have a deeper voice than that. Oh, that's god. good times. Um. So, anyways, you we haven't seen or talked to you guys for since COVID. Yeah. Since all, no, I'm oh. just kidding. I've talked to you guys a few times. I was like, I know I haven't. Well, yeah, I like, yeah, that's it's true. But yeah, you, I mean, you guys haven't been on the podcast since the last time, which I don't know, it was 2020, I believe. Yeah, yeah 2020 or 2019. Crazy. That is wild. Yeah. How has everything been for you? Well, first of all, actually, I jumped in all this way. CeeLo, <laughs> uh, okay. how are you doing today, bro? How are you doing lately? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Overwhelmed and busy, but good for the most part. Why overwhelmed, if you don't mind me asking? I just have so, I feel like there's always like something to do. Like there's a due date every day or two. And like, there's just like exams all the oh, time. Yeah. And Being work. in school, I can see that. Yeah. Commuting. Like it's, yeah, it's a lot, but I'm blessed. Good. I'm proud of you, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Chilling, chilling. Today was a good day. It was not hot. It was it wasn't too hot. It was obviously hot because I was in the sun, but it wasn't hot, hot. And like it's been, yeah, yeah like oh. how it has been. And it wasn't that windy how it usually has been. And it was just a nice day today. I agree. Uh, Adria, Adria, how you guys? How have you guys been? By the way, you say their names so effortlessly. <laughs> when I say their names, I have to think so hard about it. I'm like, <laughs> Adria, Adria, like <laughs> right. Well, it sounds so forced and effortful. Yeah, it's like when he says it, it's like even I, because you know, um, our dad, he's uh, his his parents are both from Mexico, so he knows Spanish, yeah. and he never taught us because he was constantly working all the time. And so, like we we don't really know our own that side of our culture very mm. well. I wish we could speak Spanish, but we don't. And yeah. so, I find myself like when he pronounces my name like that, I like try to say it back to just to practice rolling the R, and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, even as someone who you know, like I from part of me is from you know Mexico. It's like I just it's hard. It's not something I grew up you know learning. It's not wasn't my first language. Mm. Um, so yeah, it is funny too. Like I, I understand that yeah. being the one who's called that. Even I'm like, oh, how does he? If say it's that? one name, it's fine. But because you say the two names back to right. back, that's yeah. what makes it difficult. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but I'd uh, say do, I would give yourself a little bit more credit, like considering we did grow up around that. Like, of course, even though we couldn't speak the language, yeah. a lot it's of your like tias we, and tios. Yeah, yeah, our tios and tias yeah. and our ninas and ninos, like they would talk it. So like we technically picked that up in a way too. So it's like 
even like, you know, in high school and stuff, like when we did like the whole Spanish one, Spanish mm-hmm. two and stuff, like, of course, we didn't do like any of like the actual, I don't know what it's called. Like, was it, it was not, more like the harder end stuff? Like, yeah, people was, it who nati- sp- was it native Spanish or something like that? Yeah. yeah where like, like their first right. language was yeah. Spanish. And, yeah. yeah. So it's they like, knew all that stuff. Of course, we weren't in those classes. And so like, you know, but it's like when we were in like Spanish and everything, like we did know how to pr- uh, pronounce pretty decently yeah. considering that we technically did uh, get raised up around Probably that uh, language it just we didn't know how to fluently speak it so it's right. like funny so like I you know a little bit backstory I work at a school now and I love it but obviously I have some kids who speak Spanish and they understand that. of course during school all English you know of course sometimes they'll like bicker back you know in Spanish whatever mm. <laughs> but like sometimes I'll like talk back to them like little phrases of Spanish and one time it was so funny but like one of my second graders uh, Miguel he, like when he heard me sit like speak Spanish for the first time he's like <gasps> he's like you know Spanish and like I know he said in Spanish and like that's what he was asking me and I'm like I'm like see him like poquito and he's like oh and so he's like all that's excited so that's awesome but yeah awesome. but so like you know you, you can talk a little bit like but I know we're not fluent but you can speak some stuff you're pretty good it's more so it's when you decent. haven't been practicing the language like that's you true. should diligently it's true. like when you try to go back to it's like oh god you're like I'm gonna pronounce this wrong or right, yeah, yeah. you overthink it and for me it's I overshoot it because I I want to pronounce it right even if it's not something that's, you know, from my culture, like if let's say if I'm trying to speak Japanese, or I'm mm-hmm. trying to speak, you know, anything else that's not from I grew up with. I want to pronounce it right because right. I just I want to do the language right. I want to give it that yeah. respect. Um, even, again, even if whether it's my part of my culture or not. And so, yeah. So for me, it's like I just I trip up on simple things because yeah. I'm like, I haven't practiced this enough. Um, but the yeah, exact same way. Every time I talk to like my coworkers or just like anyone who speaks Spanish, because I am also not fluent in Spanish, but that was my first language. Mm-hmm. So I basically went to a preschool, all white preschool. And that's where I lost my Spanish. And then I just didn't have a lot of Spanish friends growing up, so I never practiced it. Right. And didn't have the best relationship with my father, so we just kind of spoke in English, his broken English, and my broken Spanish whenever <laughs> necessary, right? right. And um, yeah, I just I grew up, and then I kind of just was sad at the fact that I couldn't speak Spanish fluently, because yeah. it's like I couldn't get as close to my grandma or grandfather yeah. on my dad's side. And we relate. And I really want to help people like when they need help. And I, if I could speak Spanish better, then I'd be able to like help people or at least communicate with people a lot better. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, I'm just like, dang, I could have learned a lot more or at least kept up with the language. And I just didn't. Yeah. yeah. And again, I think like you were saying, like it is super it p- plays the biggest part as far as like who you were uh, around most of the time growing up and like what what kind of environments you're in. Like if everyone spoke English, naturally, it's that's the best way to communicate because right. everyone else around you can speak English. And so like you're trying to adapt, but then it's like, then you, you don't think about it until after the fact exactly. years later, you're like, Oh God, I should have, I should have tried to keep practicing. Even if no one else around me really spoke yeah. that language. But again, it's, we're kids, you know, exactly. we, yeah, I was gonna we're say. like, I want to do what everyone else is doing. So right, if they're yeah. speaking English or like, this is how we communicate. This is how I communicate. Um, and also to the fact, like you're a kid, so you're not seeing the value in these things, yeah, like learning yeah. two yeah. languages, three languages. Yep. Some kids are smart and they just know from like a young age that this stuff is really important. But most kids are just like, I want to have fun and yep. I don't really care about the stuff that these yeah. adults are telling me to care about. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do what I want to do. About that, yeah. Yeah. I do. I do have some friends that their parents purposely did not teach them Spanish because they didn't want them to struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that side of that when too. When they got older. That's yep. also like a stigma though. It is. It, it, I know. I do know I some know you people know. though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. And, and I, I know. Just, I think that's insane. Like you should. Uh, I know want that. your kid to <laughs> know the most amount of stuff in order to you like. You should want them to know operate. both. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's just it's so beneficial to know both. It's they're they're kind of teaching, they're kind of teaching and passing on these traditions from their experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Coming to right. the states only knowing Spanish. I mean, to this day, it's like people for them, people yeah. have been in in the states for a long time, and they still 
have trouble speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so they're mm-hmm. like, I don't want my kid going through that. Yeah. Even right. though your kid's not going to go through that. It's like, they, they that's what they think. And they're just like, I'm not going to, I want you to speak only English. I don't want you to learn how to speak Spanish because I had a hard time with it. I don't want you to have a hard time with it. Yeah. In reality, it's kind of a bonus because you know, two languages. Yeah, man. Some people pay you better because of, Oh yeah. Yeah. You, know, you that, put bilingual on your resume. They're like, Oh, you get more money because yeah. you know, you speak two languages. Um, yeah. So like, aside from it, you getting paid more money. It's like also just, it's nice to have. Cause like you were saying, CeeLo, it's like, it's nice to be able to communicate with somebody who, you know, you don't have to worry about that language barrier. Like yeah. I can speak this and like, let's see, well, how can I help you? You know? Yeah. Um, and I've worked in customer service like since I was 16. So like, again, not being able to speak Spanish when a lot of people would come in and they only spoke Spanish, it really burned me up. Cause I'm like, I can help you. I, I, I know this place like the back <laughs> of my hand and I just can't communicate that language barrier is kind of in the way. Yeah. And there are some people too, like even if they only speak this language and you only speak this other language, they're good about communicating enough. Like even though they can't say it in words, just expressing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it can be good enough, but it's like, I want to be able to have a conversation with you. I want to be able to talk exactly. to you like person to person. Um, so yeah, it, it does. It sucks when, yeah, I wish I had my dad or like my mom had kind of pushed that more onto me to, practice it more um but yeah it's it's definitely a relief not only for yourself but for other people Mm -hmm. because there's i I work with uh, a lot of hispanics which they come into the store and they walk up and they just i have a coworker who's light-skinned but he speaks spanish and then i have a coworker who's filipino i also look filipino sometimes right so (laughs) so they walk in and they look around they look at all three of us and they're like Right away, they're just like, fuck, none of these guys speak Spanish. And they're kind of just like, uh, speaky Spanish. And and me and my other coworker, my light skinned coworker, were just like, yeah, we were like, and they're just like, oh, okay. Like, it's such a relief. <laughs> they're just yeah. like, oh, okay. I can, now I can just talk normal. And it's like, right. oh, okay. Like, we help them out. And it's like, but yeah, but they're like, I, it's, it's kind of like a good thing. Uh, but it's also, it also kind of sucks too because you have all these coworkers. Cause there's, there's times where it's me and my other coworker, my Filipino coworker, shout out to Juicy, shout out to Vic, both of them. Shout out to the homies. Yeah. And so they'll come, like, it'll be me and him on a Saturday and everybody comes in and they're all Hispanic and there's like a line of like five people that speak Spanish and he's just like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I wish I could help you, but I can't help these people. And I'm just like, it's all good, dog. Like, don't worry about it. And so then they kind of like wait and it's like, it sucks. But I mean, it is what it is. Right. He tries. He tries. And that, that is, <laughs> he does try. <laughs> yeah, that does account to his character. Like you can either sit there and do nothing, or at least try what you can with what you know you're able to. Yeah, because there's some words that kind of sound similar. Like there's mm-hmm. there's like an alternator, and then you're like an alternador, and it's like so it kind of sounds the same. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, you need an alternator. Like, yeah, I know what you need, mm-hmm. and so he'll he'll try to help and stuff like that, but. Yeah. Anyways, how are you guys doing? You guys didn't even answer my question. That is very true. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for a moment. Okay, well, we're going to go back to like the original. In the back of my mind, I was like waiting for that part. <laughs> I love it. I feel like from what I remember last time when we were on the podcast, we just, we would jump so quickly and it just, it's because we just wanted to like, oh, this is what's on my mind. And then we just, we yeah. just go for it. Because we have um, similar brains. You have to right. cover it when you're thinking about it. Because if you don't cover it right away, you're going to forget about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, Adrian gestured to me to go first, so I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I can relate a lot with Seal. I feel like overwhelmed, busy, but like 
better. Um, it's, it's been a year. Uh, my year started off like crap. Um, I got into a solo car accident on the day after the date of Christmas. Everybody um, before okay. Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. Everything was okay. Um, so I was driving home. Uh, I work about an hour away, um, which at the time was like 45 minutes technically, but you know, it's about an hour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you include traffic and I was driving home and it, the the crazy thing was is that it wasn't raining it the roads weren't wet but it was gonna rain at some point and i was the only one on the road so thankfully no one else was on the road at the time when i was driving and i to be honest i don't really know it kind of it's like it's a hazy dream to me it's just it just went so freaking quick um but i somehow lost control of the car and i swerved off to the other side of the road and i narrowly dodged a railing um mm. so i could have ran into that but i didn't thankfully i like i, I missed it yeah and i kind of bumped along in the ditch and so like it kind of fucked up my front end and then my back end uh completely got ripped off um Dang. and uh yeah so i was okay i had like yeah whiplash the day uh the mm. day after because i was super tense as it was oh, happening so you, didn't, you didn't hit anybody though right no i didn't hit anybody so it was oh, a solo okay. accident there was uh, no one else involved oh, yeah. except me no even, it's okay you're you. good you're now good. that you said that i heard you say it earlier i just but don't think a lot of the time when people attention. mention accidents you just assume like oh who else yeah. was involved and i get it i get it i got super lucky in that sense um but yeah so i ended up fine but the car got messed up and i just i felt like garbage i was just like it's christmas day cars and, can get fixed yeah cars can get fixed but i just i felt bad because that you know it's like having to have someone coming out here and it's christmas day like you know you don't you know you yeah. want that day to go well like you're supposed to go home and all this stuff and so right, anyways yeah. it's like expectation behind it um and i got really lucky so where we live a lot of people know my parents and just funny enough there's this person uh she was passing by and she was on the phone with her boyfriend as i found out later and she had seen that i was on the side she's like she was telling boyfriend she's like oh my god someone you know got into an accident he's like oh is it like a man or is it woman she's like no it looks like it's a young girl he's like oh you got to pull over and i thought that was really freaking cool because i feel like in other places you don't get people like that they're like oh they see someone on the side of the road they just keep going you know and i understand in her position being a woman if it was a man i could understand the hesitation you know you you don't know but the fact that she checked i just i thought that was really cool and then the fact that her boyfriend said that he's like no you got to pull over make sure she's okay so she comes around she comes on the side of the road that i'm coming she pulls up and she's like she gets out she's like hey are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm like i'm a little shaken up but I'm, i'm okay physically um and so she comes in and she um she was on her way to a dinner and I, and she, I think she was also on uh, coming home from work. She had boots in her truck. She put them on. She got in the dirt to figure out what was going on with my car. This woman, just, I don't remember her name, but shout out to you. My goodness. I will never <laughs> forget that. Like she just was such a sweetheart. Like she just, she knew what she was doing. And then she did, if she didn't know, like there were certain things she didn't like know what, what to do. She called her dad. Mm-hmm. Her dad was on the phone and he was like on the phone with me while she was doing stuff. Like it was just I was kind of blown away by the fact of that kindness of someone that didn't even know me. Yeah. And then, of course, lo and behold, I find out later they knew my parents, um, <laughs> which is a reoccurring thing that happens all the time with me and my sister. Um, but yeah, so like I got into that accident and then just kind of after that, I feel like my year was just constantly just a series of just shit events after this event, after this event. And just, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. I will say I feel like throughout all of that that's happened, and just kind of what it put me through, like emotionally and just physically, I have learned a lot. I feel like I've definitely grown stronger from it. I will say I'm not happy to have gone through it, but yeah. you never are with those kind of things. No, no yeah. one wants that, but I will say that it has made me stronger. I feel like I feel I can take on a little bit more shit than I could before because yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you think to yourself, 
like it's not as bad as that time. Like yes, and <laughs> like I've had that's much worse days. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I feel like that's kind of my men's mindset about it. it's like yeah, it was kind of a shit year. It wasn't that great, but I will say I feel like I've kind of grown a little more wiser from it. I've grown a little stronger from it. If there's anything else that might you know come along the road and bump me up, I feel like I can look back and be like, okay, it's not that bad. Um, yeah. Depending on what it is, but uh, but yeah, so. For me, though, I think uh, from all that's happened and just what I've gone through uh, this year, I think my biggest thing I started working on was trying to find ways to laugh because after so much shit that like, kept having, happening one after the other, it was like I just was like it was easy to get depressed. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that's oh, yeah. one of my biggest things. It's like I can easily get down on myself. I get super hard on myself very quickly. And so like my thing was focusing and trying to and it was it was a struggle. <laughs> I know for some people it's easy to kind of like, oh, like find something to make you happy and laugh. And that's fine for me. It took me a long time to Is find it? something Yeah, uh, because sometimes when you get to the point where you are just so low or you feel like you're in this constant state of like negativity or just you're just feeling really down about yourself all the time and you think you're not gonna get out of it it's hard to find enjoyment and stuff it's hard to find something to laugh at or cry at or you know smile about and so like for me that was my biggest challenge as i was going throughout the year um and uh lately i kind of got back into reading which is something i've always loved to do and i think that's helped a lot because reading is a form of escapism you know you're able to kind of get outside of your mind for a little while and if it's a book you love it you can pass the time even you know quicker uh than you would expect um so i got back into reading which is really good for me um to get my mind out of things when i need to and then if that doesn't work uh my biggest thing is gaming um yeah so um i i tell a lot of people when i bring this up like i don't consider myself a quote-unquote gamer because i haven't played a lot of games however i know that that is just <laughs> a complete that's a mindset of like, my that's own yeah. <laughs> um i i do love i game a lot so i consider myself a gamer but i don't consider myself a big gamer um okay but, so uh, what games do you play so I play uh, Final Fantasy fourteen online. Um, I, don't I know, that's kind of a nerdy game. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. I love that. I love that I've game. I've never played it, but I heard it's good. It's really good. Uh, I know from my friends who I've you know found through this game, uh, and I've been friends with a lot of them for a long time now. Because uh, I started uh, playing when I was like, I think it was either the end of junior year the middle or the very beginning of my senior year of high school. So I'm like, I've been like almost five-ish kind of years into playing the game. Mm -hmm. Not as long as some of my other friends. They've been playing since it started. Um, So, you know, different time gaps, but... Uh, it's it's interesting. I think for my friends, they've mentioned they've uh, played uh, World of Warcraft and other MMOs, and just they had a bad rap with it. Like they're just really you know toxic people, kind of like they just want to be in there to get their own thing and get out and yeah. just stuff like that. And so it's not a community. And while I will not claim that Final Fantasy is way better, I will say there's a lot more people that are there to genuinely help you typically. Um, And I, again, I met a lot of really good friends through there. Uh, So from my experience with an MMO, I got really lucky. I Mm -hmm. would say Um, I met a lot of great people along the way and I didn't really have too many bad experiences, but I know a lot of them, my friends are like, Oh God, world of Warcraft. And (laughs) you know, like they'll tell me their horror stories. And, um, and I've been lucky. I didn't really have a lot of that. Um, It's good. But, uh, but yeah, so it's from meeting those people and then just trying to interact and like push myself to interact with them. Cause like for the longest time I wasn't able to go out cause like, again, it was money or it was kind of like just conflicting schedules. So like it was hard to get the social interaction that I needed mm-hmm. to get myself out of those moods, you know, cause sometimes it's like 
books and reading is really good. I love it, but I also need the in-person experience. I need to know, like, yeah. I'm not the only person feeling this shit, you right. know? Or just, like, you know, someone bounces off, like, hey, I was having a bad day, too. It just makes you feel less alone. Exactly. Yeah. And having that per- interaction, whether they know what's going on or not, or whether you talk about it or not, it just it's good for you to have. Of course. Um, and I'm an introvert by heart, so, like, I can understand the you know, the need to kind of like back off sometimes, but definitely here and there, it's super important for people, I think. Uh, but yeah, so gaming was a big thing for me and like getting into it and trying to involve myself with friends um, and kind of get myself to talk and kind of interact more. Cause I, well, I'm talking now and I, I'm no problem talking in front of mm. you guys, uh, <laughs> like in bigger settings or bigger groups, I tend to just stay quieter, yep. not because I'm like shy per se. It's more so just like, I'm more comfortable being quieter or like if someone else wants to talk, I'm more willing to let them talk typically. Uh, But uh, so like that was my big thing is just trying to kind of push myself a little more. Um, And uh, and then the other thing, too. um, So I don't know how many other people watch this. So lately, like within the last couple of months, I've been super big into watching VTubers. Um, What's that? So I don't know their actual like term, like how, how what it's described, but basically it's where um, someone they stream, whether it could be games, it could be just like ASMRs, it could be a multitude of different mm-hmm. things. Like p- someone going on Twitch and streaming, like let's say they're DJing, it could be anything yeah. really. They have like a character on the screen as like showing themselves, mm-hmm. but without them being like actually showing themselves. So it's like, it's a way to kind of like stay, you know, um, What's that term I'm thinking of? Oh, so uh, like a virtual anonymous. Streamer. Yeah, yeah, a virtual streamer. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. Um, I'm pretty sure. Virtual oh, like tuber. a VR kind, kind virtual, of virtual yeah. tuber, like a YouTuber, but virtually. Yeah, and so like <laughs> okay. I'm assuming. So you don't know who they really are, but like they have a little character, and then they actually like they work that character as they go through the stream to like mm. interact. So like that's kind of wait. I feel like I've seen this video. I think it was like, on TikTok. I, there has to be TikToks of this shit. Like, like, I know there is. So, uh, what was it? Was, I think it was like a Kermit the Frog and he was like working at a Starbucks or something. Maybe. And then like, he's Kinda. like, would oh, you like this drink or this drink? And then he he says something inappropriate. Uh-huh. He's like, or do you want this pickle? And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What is that? Yeah. I haven't seen that TikTok. There's a lot of things well, I've seen. Now we know what kind of TikTok CeeLo watches. Like, no, it just pops <laughs> up on my timeline. I don't even have TikTok. It just it pops up on my like Twitter feed um, or my Instagram and it feed. Can, yeah. Twitter's um, great. But yeah, so like again, I'm terrible I'm terrible at explaining it. But for me, I've watched a lot of people who do that. Um and I like it because it's like these people get to be themselves. They get to do what they love and, and their personalities are, I love them. Like they're, they're 100% who they are. Like, and the way they talk is just super genuine. And sometimes of course there are certain VTubers, like they put on a voice to kind of like put on an act, but like they're still being themselves. Like it just, it's, it can, it can go so many ways. And so for me, I found it super interesting. Cause like as someone who I'm trying to push myself to be more like myself and put myself out there more, um, but also kind of having that sense of, like not putting myself out there too much that I kind of just, I don't know. I connected with that. Um, and just, they're fun to watch. Like they, then they'll like collab with other VTubers and the shit I've seen them like do, it's like, it's just them being who they are. And I love it. It's yeah, fucking great. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so for me, that's been another thing too, that I found a lot of enjoyment in is just watching VTubers stream, them collab with other players. Uh, one of my VTubers, he collabs, his name is Shoto. He collabed with Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, I always pronounced the name wrong. <laughs> and I know you knew Valkyrie. who she was. She's a, a co-owner of 100 Thieves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So they do stuff like that too. I like they have her, her mouse pad right there. Mm-hmm. That's, That's who that is on the on the mouse pad that <laughs> yeah. I have. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. She's super dope. Um. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, so they'll, they'll do stuff like that too. Like they won't just collab with only VTubers. They'll collab with other like YouTubers or Twitch streamers who mm-hmm. do show their, you know, uh, cams of what they look like and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's been, it's been a nice little kind of getaway from like reality. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait, so Adria, right? <laughs> The one who hasn't been talking. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty I'm good. sorry. I tried. I tried. Um, you did good. You did. Do good. you also play video games or no? Um, God, no. I've tried. I've tried so hard. <laughs> <You> tried. <laughs> totally see the polar opposite though. I was gonna say because you two are twins, as in like you guys like look the same, but I feel like there are a lot of differences in your personality. Oh, yeah. So uh, funny enough, yes, as she just like you know mentioned, you know she's tried. So for me, I have a, a Nintendo Switch, um, which she got me I for got Christmas. Her. Yes, I will own. Uh, so all she is day long. really trying to get you into gaming. <laughs> <Fucking trying. laughs> so it's funny. It's like I do like gaming because, like, I've, I've uh, my first gaming experience, so to speak, was Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was her thing, like in middle school and shit. Oh man. Um, so like that was kind of like my first interaction. I really loved that kind of stuff. Like we've always loved Minecraft and stuff. Um, so it's like I know for a time when. Uh, we would like have our friend Shelby, like, you know, we tried to go over to her house because she, she had the was whole one who setup. Had it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then like eventually as we got older and then eventually, you know, we started making our own money. Like, you know, we got bought it for ourselves. We mm. used to have it on our phones or whatever at the time or whatever the hell they were. I don't know. I touched it or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but uh, then, you know, as, you know, moving past the several years, um, now that we're growing up a little bit more and whatnot, and we definitely make our own money and we can pay for our own things and yeah. understand a little bit better. Stay up till like 3 a.m. in game. That's me, though. That's just me. She's like yeah. in bed by 12 or if 11. I do that right nowadays, here. yeah. When me and Alex do that nowadays, I'm like, I can't, I can barely stay past like 1 a.m. And they force I will me to eventually get to that point, but for now, I'm in that zone. I'm like, enjoy those days while you can because you will get it's old. It's always soon. one more game, bro. And it then is. one more game, game to is. another hour or two, yes. and you're like, oh, how'd I get here? You can't end the night on a Lost, bro. Come on, right? we gotta play till like we we're win. winning, and then we we're win. Good, and then we win, dude. You can't end the night on a win. Oh like we're God. on a hot streak. Yeah, how about when we lose? Because we play like all together, like once or twice a week, right? Yeah, uh, a few times a week. Yeah, yeah, couple, mostly like once times. or twice. Yeah, it's usually like yeah, about once or twice. Yeah, it very rarely it's three times, four times, but yeah, but yeah. How, how are you doing though? But um, but just so much uh, uh, clear up. So like, I do like to game, but it's not as much. Where it's not as long as her. Um, but yeah, my most gaming that I do is like on my little Nintendo Switch. Like I love Animal Crossing. A lot of and solo I like, gameplay. Oh, like, I know. I know. It, every, I get so okay. much different, but I don't give a shit. I love Animal Crossing. It's like so valuable and like stuff like I that. I love it. I do. Yeah, farming games. And- oh, okay, okay. I'm not gonna lie though. One and it's it's always been this way too. So like we've also uh, like had a Wii and like you know cousins and families oh had God, it too. Yeah. Mario Kart. That is my Mario Kart is jam. Mario Kart all day is long. Like yeah, I will get so super competitive. fucking competitive. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, I have that on my Nintendo Switch. So of course, I've already done all the courses, and they like just released some new she ones knows too. Them. Yeah. Oh and, like, yeah, I like I know by the back of my hand. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. So like, yeah, that's kind of like my game. Like I could say I'm like, yeah. you know, have my gamer kind of like you know mindset with, but I don't. I wouldn't call myself a gamer. But, but the real question is, do you play Super Smash Bros? No. Oh, <laughs> that's my shit. Super Smash Bros. I love that game, dude. I don't know. I know it's good. I've seen it, but I'm just. You got? got Do you have the game? No. You got to start. You got to get it, and then you got to start playing it. (laughs) See, I would play just so I can kick her ass. That's my only reason. Okay. Nintendo Switch can have a multiplayer (laughs) with the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll call you on there. Okay, and I'll buy the game. Yeah. No, I agree. I want to buy the game. Um, and I bring that up intentionally because when we were younger, my brother was the one. I feel like he's the reason I got into gaming. Like he was where I started because he had all 
he had a PlayStation, he had a Nintendo, and I would constantly try to steal his stuff because like he was the one who had all that thing, all those things. And he had a game on the PlayStation. I have no idea what it was called, but it was like a kind of like Smash Bros, but it was based off of Marvel characters. And at one point, oh, he got I two controllers. Yes, you do. And at one point, he got two controllers. And I would constantly play the Phoenix, and she would constantly play Storm. <laughs> and I remember she would kick my ass, and I was really upset oh, about it. Felt so good. <laughs> I was so upset because I'm like, you never play, but when you finally do, you just happen to kick <laughs> my ass every time. I do it. Hey, that's like the worst. That is. It's like you have you you bring in this person who doesn't game like at all. At you're all. like, oh, here, here's this, you know, game oh, that I want you to try. They mean start oh, fucking. Man. You're like, yeah, you have been playing for like five minutes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> See, I don't game a lot, but when I do, I go. No. <laughs> I guess so, but yeah. So, anyways, yeah, definitely, oh, we should get Smash Bros. Um, I need like at least 14 rematches. <laughs> Rematches of wins, and then I'll be satisfied. <laughs> Good to know. And yeah. then I'll be able to sleep at night. Yeah, right. Right? yeah. Then she could fall asleep before three. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Wait, so Adria, how are you doing? I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like this past these past couple of years, it's been a lot. Funny enough, though, even though I say that, I feel like I've also taken it still pretty good or pretty decently. So one of the main or biggest things I feel like, more so excluding myself. Uh, my mom or our mom, uh, she uh, has rheumatoid arthritis and uh, she's had it for about several years now. So it's been a really long, tough journey, um, but she's basically going to have this for the rest of her life. But uh, it's there were some moments this past year that were pretty scary. And like at one point I thought I w- we were going to lose her um, just with how much pain she was in, how much, you know, she was like suffering. And it just it. She's she's not like a weak woman though. She's very fucking strong. Mm-hmm. But uh to see somebody like that that meant so much to me and who I know is such a strong person, so independent, such a go-getter, it really kind of humbled me. But um but if anything, it just kind of really made me realize the importance of people who I care about in my life, but to not take advantage of the time that I have with others that I really care about. So look this past the past couple of months, mm-hmm. She has had one of her worst flare-ups. Typically, when her flare-ups happen, they're like though they typically last like about a week, maybe two weeks. But this time, it was just like nothing we've ever seen before. Like over three months, going into four. <sighs> yeah, and so you know, to see her go through that and to like basically be in like the darkest, I think, moments of her life, it was it was pretty tough. It was not easy to be more truthful than I need to be. Even at moments, I just kind of want to be like fucking done with it. Like I'm out. This is fucking too much. Just the just seeing somebody trying to deal with that and just somebody you care about, it's like it's fucks with your head. But like again, yeah, like absolutely. I knew though, mm. despite what I was going through inside and everything, fucking didn't match the shit she was going through. Not just physical pain, I mean <clears throat> emotional pain. Emotional, like kind of not torment, but just that back and forth of like fighting against your own body. Yeah. And, and it just I will never fucking understand in my lifetime what that's like. And it just to know like she's Hopefully, not the yeah. only one out there. It just, yeah, it's just, ha, it's mind-blowing. But thankfully, she's been doing a lot better. And That's every good. day she's gets up and she's not hurting or in that deep pain or, like, that suffering pain she was before. I'm just very fucking grateful because I know without her, without, you know, her being in our life, I feel like our family dynamic has never been the greatest, like, for the past several years. Um, but with her being gone, it it fucking, like, fall down and fall apart completely. But that's probably been one of the most challenging things within the past couple of years all things said, um, I feel like regardless, um, I still try to ha- maintain a positive attitude. I've just, I've always seen life like, you know, it's what you make of it. But 
it's also the attitude you have about it as well. And I've just, I've always seen it like, you know, I know there's things that we'll go through that there's going to be the hard times, but I feel like once those hard times are over, there's the good times, you know, and that's what gets you through the hard times. And so I just, my mentality was always like, even if I'm going through stuff and it's hard and it's difficult, I always like to be hopeful that there will be a time where that'll end, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so um, I think that mentality has really helped me with, you know, growing up and, you know, becoming, you know, our own person, our own, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. adult and like figuring out kind of our own path in the world and what figuring out my own self and my own identity. But yeah, it's, it's been crazy, but um, I still feel genuinely blessed because I can say I still have a family. You know, I have a roof over my head. You know, I'm so able to do things and go places. And so, you know, I'm just trying to stay grateful, but just try to keep going. But yeah, that's all we can do. Yeah. In reality. <laughs> <laughs> the mentality is a huge thing. You know, like a lot of world is like just what's going on inside of your head. But even then, it's like you can't prepare for stuff like that. Like, because oh, yeah. you no, can have the best no mentality and it's still going to suck right. and be really hurtful to see the person you love going through something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, things like that, you never really get prepared for. Mm-mm. And even no. if you do mentally prepare for it, like, okay, I know something's coming up. Once you actually experience it and see it in person, it's like, different. Fuck, man. Like, yeah. This is different. It's different, big <laughs> yeah. time. But I mean, your guys' mom is so cool. She's so awesome. She, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to. I, I think I try to reach out to her like every Mother's Day, every every uh-huh. time on her birthday yeah. and stuff like that. And I want to say, yeah, she mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> that that's she, so sweet though. Yeah, that she's like, oh, Alex, you know, text me, and I was like, that sounds like Alex. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, she's so cool. We love you, Susan. If you're listening, if you're not, it's still okay. <laughs> it's still okay. So how do you know their mom? Uh, dude, it's like a long, so, so first of all, pit. every story that Alex is about to say is like, <laughs> like, it's a it's long, long story. story. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, but continue. Nope. Right. So apparently I've known them for like such a long time mm-hmm. and I didn't know it. <laughs> That's <laughs> How kind of how a lot of people in golf. So, yeah. so our, our, both of our parents know each other. Okay. My parents know her parents or their parents and their parents know my parents and, uh, so I guess when when we were like younger, younger, their dad did cement work for my dad at our place. Wait, <laughs> some guy did cement work at my place. What are the odds that like our parents know each other? Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised very like, high at all. Very it. high. My our parents are very sociable. I'll try to figure this out, but we'll, we'll figure that out another time. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so we, so I befriended Adria at the restaurant that we worked at. Uh huh. And from there, I, I didn't know she had a twin sister because yeah. she always talked about, oh, yeah, like my little sister, my little sister. And so I was like, oh, yeah, she has a little sister, like little that. sister. Like half her age. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And so totally. she had like, what was it, a best friend or a necklace or a bracelet or something? Oh, yes. It, I'm pretty sure it was the mm-hmm. um, yin and yang uh, necklace, right? Well, yeah. I was wearing the white one. Yeah. And so I asked her, I was like, oh, who has the other half? And she was like, oh, my little sister does. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> my little five-year-old sister is what it fucking sounds like. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I know that shit at work. I did. I, that's what lie. I thought. And right. I was like, oh, yeah, she has a little sister. Like, that's that's cute. That's adorable. And then one day, Adria's like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. So she leaves. She goes to the bathroom. I turn around. I'm doing something. And then I turn around, and Adria's sitting on the table. And I'm like. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> like what just happened? And like I'm looking at her from like a distance. It's not like I was yeah. up close. I could tell that it was a different person. I was like, dude, she did she just change in like four <laughs> I seconds? Wish the people listening could see your face like, right now. <laughs> what on earth is going on right now? I was like, what the hell? And then like a couple minutes later, Adria walks out of the bathroom and I was like, 
What, what the in fuck? the world? I was like, bro, I thought you had a little sister, not a twin sister. You think your face is good now? You should have seen it the was, day of. I was like, yo, I'm, I was mind blown. I was yeah. like, dude, I like how how little is she compared to you? You know, and for context minutes, for listeners, minutes. I'm like five, like five and like one something quarters. And so like when I'm called small and the fact that that is the impression she gave Alex, it just, it sinks the knife in a little deeper. I was just saying, like, Jesus, this whole time I thought you had a little, like little, little sister. I didn't know you had a twin. She's like, my little sister. She's my twin. She was born like two minutes. That annoying little sister that I just pushed off to the side. I'm just saying. Two minutes does count. I was like, yo, wow. I was mind blown. (laughs) <laughs> and and so we kind of all became friends mm-hmm. and uh i got close with adria one time because she i guess they were like had an argument or something like that and she came to me for advice oh, and i kind of yeah. gave her some advice mm-hmm. and like then, which one <laughs> yeah fuck which one and it's kind of gave her some advice and then she came back to work and she's like hey like what you told me like really actually worked out like i i kind of like tried listening to my sister a little more and like kind of hear her perspective out That's and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm glad, like hopefully you guys hashed everything out. Cause like, cause at the time I was going through some shit too. And I, this was like during a point in my life where I was like, you gotta take, you gotta try to take advantage of the time that you have with the people you love. So I was kind of just like, don't try not to go to sleep mad at her. Cause yeah. you never know what's going to happen. And so, so then we all kind of became friends Anytime we invited Adria out, I'll bring Adria too. Like, it'd be cool. Like, we all hang out. Mm-hmm. So we all hung out all the time. And then uh, and then I think one day, uh, Adria came in with her mom. And Adria was working. And she's like, oh, hey. And I was like, she looks so familiar. Like, I, dude, I've <laughs> seen her somewhere. And I didn't really, like, make a connection or nothing. Yeah. I just figured, oh, she looks familiar. I probably helped her with her groceries at Save Mart when I used to work there or something. And then I think uh, she asked, like, oh, how's your mom? And I was like, oh, she probably knows my mom from Save Mart. I was like, yeah, she's good. She's good. She's at work. She's just working and all this and all that. And then she was like, man, I haven't seen her in forever. Like, man, me and me and your, your mom, we go way back. We used yeah. to, And I was like, wait, you actually, like, know my mom, not just from the store? And she was like, yeah. And so I went home and I asked my mom. I was like, do you know somebody named Susan? And she was like, oh, yeah. And this is that. <laughs> I was like. And she's like, yeah, we've known him for forever. Her her husband actually did the cement work at our old house. And mm-hmm. I was like, so then I saw my dad and I was like, yo, Pops, you know somebody? And he's just <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, yo, they're like, yeah, you guys have met each other before. And we're like, what in the world? What? <laughs> and then I came back I was like, you know, our parents know each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it was just, they go way back. <laughs> yeah, they go way was, back. It was wild. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I've known him for like a long time, but I've also not known him for yeah. such a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's that story. It's kind nice. of funny though. It is kind <laughs> of funny. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I was going to say small world. Oh. Yeah. A little too small. Actually. A little too small. Yeah. Especially when you live in gold. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I cannot get away with anything with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same, Same here. Dude. <sighs> like, ugh, and this was a long time ago. This is like when I just got my license and this is when I actually wasn't a crazy driver. Um, uh, and I didn't have stupid tendencies and I was super like, okay, I'm going to be a good driver. I'm going to get pulled over. Like, you know, just got my license. I don't want to get taken away. And I was driving to the store and someone that my mom knew had s- seen me. And my mom goes and brings it up to me later on the day. She's like, 
She's like, hey, where were you? And she knew I was going out. Like, yeah. she knew I was going to the store. And I was like, I went to the store. Why? And she's like, oh, you know, someone said that they saw you. I was like, okay. I'm like, and you you saw, you you heard them say that they saw me at the store. Uh, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, what's the problem? And <laughs> she's like, I don't know. They just, I'm like, okay, well, you, I, I came back. I didn't come back like four hours later, <laughs> you know? And so like, yeah, like stuff like that. Like people yeah. watch even when I don't know that they're watching. And that's what I was like growing up. I was like, my God. And I think yeah. that's kind of why for me, my sister, my brother is a different story. Um, We didn't get into a lot of stuff. Like we just, we didn't get into trouble. We didn't, we didn't sneak out. We didn't do any of that stuff that a lot of kids at our age at the time did. We were the good siblings. Well, and good to be honest, I will be completely transparent. Kids. I feel like I was only good because I'm like, I'm gonna get my ass fucking caught by someone peeking and fucking snooping, That's you bad. know? Like that that was kind of a mentality. And so it's like, what's the fucking point, you know? Yeah. Which I wish I did now because it's like, I would have those memories to look back on. I'm like, right. I'm so fucking stupid. And I can laugh about it. And I can't now because I didn't make those memories. You still did stupid shit. Just not, not that kind like of stupid that. shit. Not like that. Like maybe messed up or like I messed around with something. But nothing like we but snuck still. out or, you know, we went to someone's house and said, oh, you know, we're just, we're going to stay the night at this, you know, our girlfriend's house. We really went to a party. Like we never did any of those things. Well, technically, no. But I mean, when we were younger, now we could tell some stories. <laughs> about what? I'm about your little um, thievey hands, if you remember. Well, you don't because you were little, but. I was little. Still I'm talking about when we were high school. <laughs> it's really not. It's. Really you not. were a little thief. That is what everybody freaking knew okay, you as. That was like one time. From like ages like two to four. That was one time at the store, and mom had me send that shit back and apologize. So we both stole from the store. We have something in common. Yes, <laughs> I. So where that kind of triggers from, I would, and I still am, am obsessed with very tiny things. Oh I don't know why. That is just what my brain. Like it little, tickles my brain very happily, like, and I'm like, I like need tiny it. Tiny things. Like, tiny things. Because they. Uh, like There's little like glass li- figurines or little toys that like kids- little little pancakes and like little cups and little coffee. Yeah, like that little shit like that. Yeah, I've like, seen stuff like that before. I yeah. just love it, right? That's pretty neat. And so, well, <laughs> you is. say that now, but let me finish. <laughs> um, <laughs> she like, I'm a kleptomaniac. <laughs> I have <God>. problems <laughs> as a child. Right? No, and I was really young. I was like, by two, I want to say I was starting to do this, but I just, I love them so much. And so we would go over to like our cousin's house or like we'd go over to friends of a friend's and and anytime I saw something I liked, if and I'll be honest, sometimes they weren't even that tiny. It was just a little big. But if it was sparkly, holy shit! I was, I was like, <laughs> your brain was like, I need it. I need it. I was, yeah. I was like, didn't even think to ask my mom. Hey, mom, can I get this? Like, no, I want it now. It's right in front of me. And so, yeah, I would steal toys. She's like the what is what is it, a snail or a crab from Moana? The shiny thing. Yeah, no, that's a crab. It's, it's a crab. A crab. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Literally. I was like, nobody look at me for the movie references because I will never make one ever again. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that, but that's oh, whatever. Man, you kill me. <laughs> but yeah, my thing was, I just, I love tiny shit and I would steal it. And it's terrible because before I used to carry on little purses and and this is this is the part where it's fucked up. I would bring toys that I didn't like that were mine. I dumped them out and I'd leave them there at the store. No, 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 at the store, at like a friend's house or like my cousin's Uh-oh. house. And Terrible. then I I take what I liked of theirs and put it in my purse. Oh, so kind of like an even trade. An yeah. even trade, like you know, like hey, I'm taking your shit. Her, her eyes is even, but they may they may not even want that. It, it wasn't right. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't they did an agreement. It. it was just oh, something. Shit. I'm like they'll be fine with it. I don't think they haven't played with this for long enough. It's fine. It's not stealing if I give them something, right? right? It's a trade, like <laughs> without them knowing. <laughs> 
I'm negotiating for them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, story right there. Boom, bam. That is a good Memories. Idea, though. But no, it, it was bad. But so again, eventually my mom caught on because she's not a dumb woman. And she's like, she, she knows she would buy the toys for us. She'd be like, hey, I don't remember getting that for you. And I'm like, you know, I'm like freaking out. I was like, fuck, she caught me. <laughs> and so she's like, you need to go take that back. And so I take it back. Whatever. I continue to keep doing it. And so eventually she's like, no more purses. And so this is where my dumb ass got quote unquote creative. I would stuff my pockets <laughs> with toys. <laughs> She'd be like, okay, it's time to go. And we'd walk out my fucking pockets. <laughs> we're bulging. Like she She's can't like, notice, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Uh, and so, yeah, just dumb shit like that. Um, but yeah, so I was a quote unquote thief. And the only worst time I really got is when I tried stealing from a store. And yeah, but it, that that phase of my life really did end very quickly. Because mom was like, we are not stealing. She's like, you are not going to be that child. We are not this kind of family. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I did not raise you this way. Um, but yeah, so she set me straight pretty quick. But it, it is. I can laugh about it now because I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, it's so dumb. But, That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's crazy listening to people's stories when they were younger. And then I compare them to my own. And I'm like, dude, I was such a shit kid. <laughs> bro oh my like like that's bad to you guys Mm -hmm. dude i used to take my mom's car out for joy rides i used to like no you didn't uh yeah i did oh that's bad (laughs) how old were you i was like 16 17 no permit huh no permit no driver's license no nothing (laughs) i would just take it and go drive around with the homies and just do and she started to catch on and started to take her keys with her everywhere she went like her spare keys and when she would go out of town Cause she would go out of town. She'd be working throughout the day. And I'd be like, okay, she's not home for another four hours. I'm gonna take her car and I'll be back in like three hours. I'll be good. And so, and I was working at Taco Bell at the time. So I would just put in like five bucks in gas and she would Mm -hmm. never know. (laughs) And so she started catching on though. Cause she was like, my car was not parked like this when I last time. And I'm just like, Oh God. And then people would tell her, like, oh, yeah, I saw your son driving your car. I'm like, bro, chill, <laughs> chill. You didn't see nothing. <laughs> you go the way and, next time. And then so she started taking her keys with her. Like, when she would go to work, she'd take her spare keys. And I'm like, damn, bro. But, yeah, dude, there would be times where I would sneak out. I'd be out all night, like, on a school night. And I'd sneak back into work before 6 a.m. Because she would go to work at 6 a.m. So I'd be home, like, at, she wakes up at 5 so I'd have to be home by like four. And so I'd get back home at four, sneaking through the window, sneaking. Like I, sometimes I would leave the door unlocked or something like that. And I would just sneak back in, pretend I was asleep and just crash eventually. But mm-hmm. dude, and then there was time, there was a time where me and my friends, so I, we were like uh, 15, 16 years old. And me and my friends, we told, we would tell my parents like, yeah, we're going to go to the skate park and in Elk Grove. We would, take like the tracks bus from Galt to Elk Grove, from Elk Grove to Sacramento, take the light rail from Sacramento to another skate park. And we would just be there all day. And here she is thinking, I'm like, I'm in Elk Grove or just here in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like out four cities away. <laughs> bro. And I'm just like, damn, I really did all that. Sh-. Like if my kid did that, bruh. I mean, I was bad like that too. Like I told my mom, I'd be uh, at like a friend's house. No, no, no. Hang on. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going to go spend it at my friend's house. And then really, I'd go to like a party. Dude, we would. So we would be at the homie's house. And as soon as their parents went to sleep, put the car in neutral, roll it out of the driveway, roll it down the street so that they don't hear the car start. 
and then we started down the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I would be so scared shitless to do that. <laughs> Getting all the older homies to buy us like black and miles and prime oh, times, like oh bro, it was so god. bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's trespassing into skate parks, trespassing yes. into abandoned buildings, like bro. Like, what's man, the worst that could happen? I was such a right. shit kid. I thought all that was normal too, and then people start telling me, like, dude, it's crazy that people did this, and I was like, wait, you guys you're like, that? what? <laughs> right. yeah. Like, what? Like, I, thought I thought was everybody normal. did that. <laughs> I thought every teenager did shit like that, but it's like, I guess not. <laughs> uh, how how did you guys? So I want to know how did you guys. React is react the right word? Respond. How did you guys go? How did you guys do with the pandemic and everything? Mm. Uh, funny enough, uh, at the time I was still working at a a winery. You left Pastosa before, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. So uh, before the or after the restaurant, I went to a winery, and so at that time, even with COVID and everything, so my uh. The owners of the winery. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you're good. Um, they were they believed in COVID, but they didn't believe in actually like stopping their business for it. They felt like they could still continue. Like this, that was like a prime opportunity because everybody around was yeah. it a family? Yeah, owned I know. Business? I'm seeing a real business right now. Was it a family owned business? Technically, family owned. It was just between a husband and a wife. But I guess you could say that. But they were well, kind of like already started beforehand, like ten years prior. Um, but like things didn't really, I guess, start happening for them like until five years until five years bef- uh, before. Anywho, they were making really good money because the way that they had their venue set up there, the winery, which I, from what I've heard, apparently the wine wasn't really that tom- that much to brag home about. But their sparkling was good or whatever. But it was more so the food that they um, offered and like just the place itself, the like atmosphere. you know the, the atmosphere. Yeah. And then they hosted weddings, so obviously that mm-hmm. bre- brought in a lot of fucking revenue. But anyways, they didn't want to stop us working, you know, so like, they're like, hey, you know, we're still going to continue, you know, going or, you know, continue the business, even despite the pandemic. Um, yes, we'll have stuff pl- uh, stuff in place, or whatever, because we have to follow protocol considering everything that's happened. But, you know, it's like if you're basically going to, you know, not be in, then we're going to have to let you go. So it's it was kind of like a. Wow. Yeah. So it's like it was a cut like and dry an kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um. So for me, I know this was probably stupid back then, but I'm like. I just felt like, you know, I need the fucking money. You know, I they were giving me good hours. You know, I was starting to kind of like somewhat like put my foot down there. Um, and I'm somewhat making a name for myself. But anyways, they were giving me the hours. So I'm like, you know, I can't fucking back out now. You know, it's like, especially with everything going on. I'm like with, you know, places shutting down and all that stuff. And like, so I'm like, I was, I felt like not necessarily lucky, but lucky in a way of like still bringing in money and having those stable hours, so to speak. I was able to work through it completely. And like, yeah, I'm also kind of going to say things that are probably going to really freaking trigger people, but I didn't wear a mask going to work because we weren't required required to. And I typically didn't believe in it when it happened. If I was obviously going to places like, you know, a grocery store or whatever, I would wear one because I know it was required um, and it was technically mandatory, not even required. But when I went to work, I didn't wear one. (laughs) But again, I still try to keep my distance around people, even though that probably still didn't really help. But throughout it, like I I worked throughout the whole thing. And then when things started, like, you know, lifting and everything, I was still working. So it's like it didn't really affect me like it did with other people. I didn't actually go out and about like I used to, like, just like, you know, for fun or whatever. Like, I technically still stayed away. Like, I either went to work or, like, go to groceries and then I'd be home. That was kind of like my routine. But other than that, yeah, I, I wasn't really affected in that way. So, I mean, I was blessed but in some ways, other ways not. And, yeah, I made some stupid decisions, but I was somewhat grateful in that way. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like, it's silly, though. I mean, obviously, like, masks were helpful. 
for everything. But like in a restaurant, like people wear masks to get into the restaurant, but as mm-hmm. soon as they sit down, yeah. they take off their mask. Yep. Yeah. And, and so it's kind of <laughs> it like, was... how is this going to work? You know right, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't say that like I would be mad that like my server wasn't wearing a mask because I'm not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the big deal? But that was a weird time to be working for sure. Oh, yeah, no, it was. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. For me though, it's it's interesting because when COVID hit, my I wasn't even working. I didn't have a job at that time, um, so my only thing was school. I was like, we were our second year into a, a JC college, and that's when they, they're like, oh, you know, COVID. It's you know they're talking about the, the pandemic, like people are getting sick. There's a potential to we're gonna have to go full online, and then eventually it hit, and they're like, we have to go full online. So we transferred in the middle of a semester, you know, to online, and I was like, I'm fucked. I hate online. Like I can't function that way, and I'm I somehow survived it, which is an attestment to what I thought I couldn't couldn't do and actually could do. Um, but I was just focusing on, on school. So I didn't have to worry about that. I wasn't in the workforce when COVID happened and trying to adjust through all of that. When I finally did get a job at uh, the winery I worked at before the one I work now, um, they were already dealing with, pan- they didn't d- been dealing with the pandemic for like about a year and a half. So like they kind of already tell me the protocols. They kind of already had a flow of how to do things. So it wasn't hard for me I was just someone who was new to working. I hadn't worked for like two, three years because I was just it was so hard to find something. Yeah. Then COVID hit and it fucked me, and I was like, I there's nothing in, available right yeah. now. You know, yeah, no that, one's working. That time was hard to find. A job. It was super hard, and so yeah, it was it was rough in that sense. But I was already going through it in terms of not having a job, and I was already at home because it's like the only place I went to, you know, outside of school was just maybe into town to get groceries or something. I wasn't really like social uh, at that time in my life. So I was home a lot of the time. So for me, it's like when the pandemic happened, I was like, okay, I'm home. You know, like <laughs> I'm kind of stuck here now, but you know, it's like here's safer than, you know, going out and about. And so it wasn't too bad for me, I would say, but it was different trying to go back into the workforce and then having to wear a mask and having to social distance and yeah. having to like, quote unquote, enforce that without enforcing it because then it's like yeah. I'm pushing rights onto people and like you don't mm-hmm. want to do that. And like, I'm not about that anyways. And so, yeah, so it was interesting. It was it was interesting going into it after it already happened. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I guess I got kind of lucky. I feel like I'd, my life didn't change too much. Um, I was already slowly becoming a homebody already before that happened. <laughs> so I was kind of like, it was already meant to happen, I guess. But I'm go. not happy it happened. It's not a good thing that it happened. But yeah. One of the most interesting things about the whole wearing masks things was like when you see people in a car by themselves wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. Yeah. It would blue my mind. I'm like, like, you're the you only person. You know, I, I still see some people I like still that. do. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. mind-blowing. It really is. So I think the interesting thing is, is that before COVID happened, I the idea of masks was like, oh my God, like it just completely a foreign concept. But then, you know, in places like, you know, uh, Korea, that's something they yeah. do all the time. Yeah. That, all, is, yeah. that is something that they've been doing for a long time from my understanding. And so like, I found it super interesting that for us, it's like, oh, we hate masks. It's a lot such of, a, a lot big of, deal. Yeah, a lot of us were like, <laughs> oh no, like you're telling me I have to wear a mask. Like we're all fighting against it. And I understand that. I'm, I'm not yeah. against it, but it's like other people have been doing this for a lot longer. Like that's just something they've always done. Yeah. And so like now it's like, I, I think it's interesting in a way, like after it happened, like again, it's like we've been in COVID for a couple years now and it's starting to let off and like people are kind of like, slowly getting away from the fear of it and kind of going back into society and all that stuff, which is great. But it's like, if you see someone wearing a mask, 
I don't really take it anymore as like, oh, like I judge them. It's kind of like other people do that in other places of the world, you know? Yeah. So I think it's kind of like, it's interesting how that shaped us now. Like yeah. people are more conscientious of it. Like I'm just going to wear a mask, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, I do agree. Like when I see people <laughs> sitting in their cars that are driving, I'm like, you're the only one in there. Like, <laughs> and they got who, all their windows rolled down are, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> or it's when I see someone with double masks, I'm like, okay, like, I understand you clearly. You're this is something you're worried about. You you were f- afraid of it, but it's like you were the only one sitting in there. And I bet you those people also sanitize the shit out of everything. So it's like you're also double protected in that sense. So it's like why are you wearing too fast? Yeah, I'm sure it's crazy. Some of them forget. Okay, that's true. Because yeah, because there has been times where me and Yans probably. go to the store, and she's like, "Oh, do you have a mask?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, there's one in the glove compartment." So I'll put on a mask. She puts on a mask. We get back in the car. She takes hers off the second she gets out of the store, and I still have mine on. We're halfway home, and I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me I still had my mask on? Didn't that happen in Vegas? <laughs> did it? I think so. I, think I, I, I know there did. were times when I was with you, and there were places where we had to wear a mask, and then we finally left the place, and we're walking, and it had been like five or ten minutes. And, and I like, still got my mask Why didn't anyone tell me that I still have my mask on? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought you were wearing it. it. Yeah. Like, oh I just forgot that I had a mask on. Like, I, I don't know. That's so, bad. I'd just be forgetting shit. <laughs> oh, man. That was good times, though. No, yeah, it was definitely weird because, like, CeeLo had mentioned, like, the masks are required, but then you sit down and they're not. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. was a lot of places where they had these signs that said mask required. And then you walk in and nobody's got a no mask. No one's wearing them. And then yep. the people, like, because, um, so, fortunately and unfortunately, none of my jobs stopped. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had three jobs. And, I mean, it's it's fortunate for me, but it's also unfortunate for me because i was working and i was exposed to the open world all the time mm-hmm. and but it was also unfortunate to other people because like how aria said she just like she was having trouble getting a job during that time and here i am with three yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing though that you had that though yeah yeah and yeah. so but there i know some people where their friends are like yeah dude my mom got laid off and this and that yeah. and i'm like shit and here i am with three jobs yeah. <laughs> and so None of my jobs stopped working. I had to keep keep going to work. Mm-hmm. And so when I was working, like my job would put up these masks required. And they're like, make sure that every customer wears a mask. Make sure that every customer wears a mask. They're not allowed to come in here if they're not wearing a mask. And then somebody would walk in without a mask and my boss would just start helping them. And I'm like, wait, so are they required to wear a mask or are they not? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, we can't tell them to wear a mask. They yeah, just have to come. Yeah, that whole enforce it but not it's, enforce it's so it. Confusing. It's like, wait, yeah. so they're not allowed to come in here without a mask, but we're not allowed to tell them that they have to put on a mask when they come it's in like, here. Like, make it make sense? That, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. And, send, and so then there was some custom, or some employees where they were like, well, if none of the customers are wearing a mask, why should I wear one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then an cu- employee wouldn't wear one, and it's like, well. A dude, train reaction. Yeah, yeah, and then everybody else was like, well, if he doesn't wear a mask, why do I have to wear one? And then it just caused this whole chaotic thing, and it was just like, it was it was definitely weird times. Yeah. Definitely weird times. And I don't know. You guys said it didn't affect you too much. For me, oh, bro, that shit fucked with me mentally <laughs> so hard. I, no, for a lot of people, I bet, yeah. <laughs> so hard because... Your, the way of life completely changed. I'm, I'm someone that just loves to do things. For like almost two years, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Couldn't go to the movie theaters. Couldn't go to Top Golf. Couldn't go bowling. Couldn't go roller skating. Couldn't do anything. And mm-hmm. I was just like, dude... I just want to go do something with my friends that where we can't just like not just sit in an area and talk the entire yeah. time. Like yeah. I want to go out and do, do things. Stuff. 
And but obviously I understood that we couldn't. And I mean, we literally couldn't because places were closing down. And that shit fucked with me so hard because I was just like, dude, I I can't just go home and not do anything. Like I, right. I feel like I wasted two years of my life just oh, I feel waiting that. for that because in reality, we all just waited for that time to pass by. Yeah. Like yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's all it was. It was yeah. it was um they would it would be like a pandemic and they're like oh three months from now like you'd be able to go out and do things and it's mm-hmm. like three months passes by it's like oh we're extending it to six months and it's like oh, yeah that was the worst and time it's like okay like, and, and then, you started to lose hope after a minute yeah. you're like we're probably gonna never get out of this yeah and then you would way. get yeah. you could be coming up to the date where it was like oh we could finally start doing things on this day and then they're and it would tell you yeah and it'd be like normal again like places would open up and then a week later it's like so covid outbreaks we're gonna oh. shut everything down again and, and it's like bro i just started going out (laughs) and i think uh, at the same time i was also like well i was losing hope but also like at a certain point everybody's just not gonna give a fuck yeah at some point which which i think that's kind of what happened yeah Yeah. for sure people just got fed up with it and they were just like we want to go back to how we used to do things i want to go hang out with friends i want to go do these things i want to people started protesting and all this shit like it was wild but yeah I feel like it'd be hard for people to like get us in that same state where we can't see each other again because we've already went through that. So it's like, yeah. you're not going to do this we to don't me wanna, again. Yeah. yeah, people would be like, dude, we did this before. It didn't work. Like, <laughs> right. no, don't try it again. <laughs> but during that time period, I remember it was like really sad because you couldn't see your friends. You couldn't really yeah. do anything with people. You couldn't socialize. You were by yourself for the most part or you're like your family members or roommates. And so like that was the first year that I ever like purchased alcohol. And I'd been 21 for like a year or two already. Like I will you purchase were alcohol for two years, bro. We'll purchase alcohol, like like as in purchase a bottle of, of alcohol for like myself or friends. But you were twenty one for two years. <sighs> no, not twenty one for two years. <laughs> I just <laughs> the way you were. Uh, yeah, I know. Mentally, funny. I was I was twenty one for two years. <laughs> no, Mentally, I meant I meant, like I meant that I, I had been um old enough to purchase <laughs> alcohol for two years. That's what I meant to say. Damn. Anyways, that is funny though. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I was basically 21 for two years. I mean, basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you anyways. aged slower because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I was 21 for two years, Those two bro. years didn't count, bro. I'm still 26. <laughs> okay. I'm still 26. 26? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. I Anyways, back to what I was saying. So, yeah, I'd never purchased, like, a bottle of alcohol for myself. Like, I went out to, like, clubs and bars and stuff, whatever, but, like, What's... I do remember this. You bought one for your birthday and you were just like, I don't know if this is what you're going to talk about. Well, but I remember was... you bought a bottle for your birthday and yeah. you were just like, dude, I just, and I was like, you're going to get fucked up or what? And you're just like, I just wanted to buy a bottle for myself, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't care if nobody else is going to drink, but I'm going to drink it. It's my yeah. birthday. Fuck it. That wasn't the first time that I bought alcohol. Was well, that your 21st birthday? Though? That was 23. 23. 23? Oh, yeah, you're right. That was... Yeah, that was 23. Not that long ago. Not that long. It feels like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, so yeah, that's when I started like drinking more. Like I bought like beer. Like I was just drinking a lot during that time because I was like, what else am I going to do? I don't got no job. I feel like a lot of people I don't got no friends. Yeah. yeah, like I, I was... And making babies. <laughs> yes. Let's... yes. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I was very straight edge for like most, most of my adulthood because as a kid, I did bad shit. But then like I got like to be 18, 19, 20, 21... Where and I was 21 really for two years. No, more. <laughs> no just kidding. <laughs> it wasn't really fun. Yeah, no it, more. exactly. It's not fun no more. So I was like, yeah, it's whatever. It's, you know, I've, I've gone through my little phases. And then um, just being isolated all the time, I just, I, I drank a lot, honestly. And I drank the most um, during that time period, I feel like, well, at least by myself. And like, I never used, I never drank by myself, even like to this day. It was always like, more after like a the social pandemic. thing. Yeah, it was a socializing <laughs> thing. So I, 
did go through like a dark time of like drinking way too much and just like stimulating myself through like video games and like shit that like wasn't good for me but like i'm like what else am i gonna do yeah, yeah. and doing it so much all the damn time right. dude, it fucks with you yeah fucks with you heavy that's crazy yeah I, I, it was it was rough i think uh when it first started in 2020 i went through one of my darkest times bro that shit was rough <laughs> that shit was rough it was not good at all um but I mean, hey, we're here now. <laughs> I feel like at the time though, I didn't realize how bad it was or like how much of a negative impact it had on my mental health not seeing people and not socializing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause at the time I was like, like I'll be fine without seeing people. I do that all the time. But then like when Yeah, you, it's like you, you get tired of people sometimes. You do, you do. But then like yeah. when you can't see people at all, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah, when that sucks. option's completely taken from you, it's yeah. like it's I can't, you know, do this and then yeah. it's like shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I complained about being drained from work or, like, just being busy, like, six, seven days a week. But, like, when you have no stimulation or nothing to do, like, that's also equally bad. Yeah, because yeah. then it's, like, it's, it's, not on, worse. it's on you to figure out, to find some way to entertain yourself, some way to, like, you know, just do something with your time. And when yeah. you have other people, you're able to bounce that off of them really easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, hey, let's do this. So it's, it's like, you know, that kind of, that interaction. But, yeah, it, it's fucking rough. Um, yeah, it's rough. And I think when you think about it, it fucks with you even more. Because then you start getting down on yourself like, dude, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm mm-hmm. literally just doing nothing, not doing anything useful, not doing anything. And then it just gets becomes to you. becomes an existential crisis. Yeah. Like, and then you're yeah. just like, dude, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, yeah, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said, fortunately, I was working all three jobs and low key. I was kind of envious because there was everybody was like not working. And I was like, God, here paid. I am still fucking working my right. ass off. You were working your ass and off. And not, and getting paid just as much as somebody sitting at home. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? This is bullshit. Oh, yeah, and that's I'm, right. I'm not going to lie. When I started working again, because I'm a server, um, so a lot of people would come in and, and pay with their EDD card, and I'm like, I fucking hate all of you guys. Yes! Like, I know I did the same thing, <laughs> but it's like, but it's but like still. you're probably still not working. You know what yeah. I mean? It's and like people oh. took advantage of it. Too. No, they yeah. did. There was people that that I worked with and that I knew that stopped working because they were just like, "Fuck it, dude! If everybody else isn't gonna get is gonna get paid for not working, I'm gonna do it too." Yeah. And I was just like, "But bro, like." nah and they yeah. still did it and they yeah. and i was just like you know what? Of it. And, and like in fairness i understand that's like if yeah. people are getting paid to do not do nothing why fucking not you know like let's, yeah. i'm gonna take advantage of it while they're still offering that mm-hmm. but the, yeah i'm kind of like with you alex it's like well now we don't have anybody to fucking work it's like you know yeah. we're short-staffed and and now everybody yeah. got used to it and now nobody wants to work no and everybody wants to, wants to get shit. paid for it and <laughs> yeah. that's the crazy thing it's like people you know that are looking for jobs right now it's like it's it's a pain in the ass. Like for me, I'm like I mentioned to Alex earlier before we got in here. Um, I am working at a winery right now and I'm like an hour drive out. Um, and this is a different winery from the one I mentioned earlier uh, in the conversation. And it's just it's a lot like gas money right now in California. Just fucking ridiculous. It's insane. And I only work two days a week. And like, again, that's good in a sense because I'm not working as often. But still, it's like that's four hours a week that I'm, you know, having to uh 
I'm using up in gas. Yeah. And if I live closer, I wouldn't have to be using that much. And so like, that's been my biggest thing. It's like, I love where I work. I love who I work with. My manager is so amazing. I love her so, so much. She constantly does a lot to try to get me more money and, and just expose me to other people. Like I've met so many people in my workplace that give me so many good connections. I've had people like, hey, if you need a place to stay in Plymouth, because you mentioned you're all the way out in Galt, like, let me know. I might be able to rent a room out. I tried doing that. They unfortunately couldn't do it. But like, it's stuff like that. I've been able, I've been giving those kind of doors open to me. Yeah. And so like, I don't want to lose that place. But at the same time, it's like, it's eating me alive in gas money. It's kind of eating me alive mentally on an emotional level. Like it's just fucking draining, constantly having to drive four hours every weekend. My yeah. weekends are gone now. Like while I kind of have the weekdays open, it's like, I'm just fucking exhausted, you know? Um, so like right now I'm just trying to look for a job closer to home and it, it is hard. It's super fucking hard. Yeah. Like I applied for a district position or for a school district position and I don't think I got it, but you know, it's like I have to keep applying and yeah. yeah. Um, and so there, I know there's a lot of jobs out there right now considering not a lot of people are working but at the same time it's like it does come down to are you educated you need to take tests to show that you know you can do these things and it's protocol i understand the importance of it but it's like fuck man it's like just give me the chance to go in there let me show you what i can do like as a person my work ethic my ability to learn quickly like if i'm not educated at least give me that fucking opportunity you know and it's like yeah so it's hard (laughs) um yeah when gas prices are higher than i am then it's all bad It is all bad. I'm looking at the camera that isn't there and just shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm serious though. Gas prices suck. They, they, are they were going insane. down for a bit and I was like... Oh, Keep going dude. down, please. I was happy. And then they just went mm-hmm. right back up and they're like, ah, psych. Yeah, <laughs> you, you thought. thought. You thought. <laughs> and it was just like, no, my wallet. Yeah, I can hear it crying in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, it's it's it sucks being an adult. It does. Yeah. It's it it doesn't guys, get any easier. You guys are like officially adults now. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Because like you're, you're you're kind of an adult when you're 18. <laughs> right. But, but you're kind of not. Still, no. Because I mean, you're not really an adult to you. You're not alcohol. <laughs> kind. Yeah. Kind of. I still see 19 as like just a big teenager. Yeah. 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 I do too. Yeah. That's really what it is. Just legal. Twenty is it. like, yeah, you're in you're your twenties, get- but yeah. can you go to a bar now? Yeah. Right. And then you hit twenty one. That's what. Yeah. 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 And then you hit twenty one, and you're like, okay, now I can get shit based and show up to my nine to five the next morning. <laughs> oh, yes. That is when you're an adult. That is when now you I are show an these forty to fifty year olds that I'm a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> it's about balance, bitch. I do. You guys feel twenty one? No. Funny um, enough. I do. And normally every time, like I'd say like starting 15, like I never thought I felt my age. Like every year it happened, my birthday come around. I'm like, I don't even feel like this age. I feel still like I'm fucking 11, 12, but I can genuinely say I feel like I'm fucking 21. She's like the amount of hangovers. I feel 21. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that kind of trigger. Yes, back pain though. Holy oh, shit. Dude, the back pain. But, is oh, just wait till worst. you get like 23, 24. Like it gets worse. I know. It's like I don't have that much time. It's, it's right around the fucking corner. It goes downhill from When you hit 25, that's when it all goes downhill. Yeah. Literally. For me, it was like 16. But when you hit 25, <laughs> it goes all downhill from there. Yeah. I, do you feel 21? As for like feeling 21, I do know because again, the whole like I can drink now. I have an ID. I don't I don't I never had fake IDs like people who did that. I'm like, 
okay, you know, I get it. You want to have fun, but it's like, I'm not spending money on a fake fucking ID. Like, I'm just going to go home, be like, hey, call up my cousin. Can you get me this? Yeah. That's how just, I'm going to drink. You yeah, know, like, we just got people to buy us alcohol. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't need to go to parties or like try to get into places I couldn't get into. Just like, I'll find my own fun. And yeah. so, uh, it took me a while, but now that I can drink alcohol and I can buy it for myself, you know, it's like I do feel like I'm an adult and I feel 21. But in terms of like what I've gone through, like just mentally and the shit I've been put through, I don't feel 21. I feel like I'm at least like 30, like <laughs> and like just that. mentally, like, like, like in terms of like experience. Yeah, there's a lot. Plant, Believe me, there's a lot. But I feel like no matter at what stage you're at in your life, there's a lot. You still have an experience, you know, yeah. so it's like it is. It's kind of like your experience can be a little more than somebody else. And just because someone is younger than you does not mean that they have it easier or that they don't understand. Cause you, you'd be surprised. I know a lot yeah. of people who are younger than me that are fucking sharp as shit and they've gone through a lot, super t- intelligent. It's like this motherfucker smarter than I am and I'm older, you know what I'm saying? Stuff yeah. like that. And I, I love that. Cause it's like, it just shows ages does not determine how you know mature you are, how smart you are, what kind of things you've gone through. No. It's just a number in that yeah. case. Um, it's all about experience. It's all about experience. And it is crazy. Like for me, I feel like I know a lot of people who they're my age right now, super fucking successful. Granted, they really pushed themselves in high school. They, I feel like they also had the connections already set up for them as soon as they got out. So like they're doing well for themselves. And I'm not I don't hate on that. I'm, I'm like really glad that they're doing so well. Yeah. So young. But it's like for people, I feel like like me, it's like you're slowly making your way to like being successful. Like you didn't start off right away at high school. Like I went to a four year and I got a great job. And you know what I'm saying? Stuff like yeah, that, yeah. that hit like after consecutively so quickly it's taking time. Like I am still at a JC. I have not gotten an AA yet, which is what I'm working towards. Um, and it's just stuff like that. It's like, I feel like my journey is a lot slower than other people. And that's just how life is. I'm, I'm yeah, coming to realize fine. that yeah. like, just because this person is successful at 18 and I'm 21 or like someone who's my age is or more success- successful than I am right now does not define like my success. It doesn't mean no. that, you know, it's like just we're on different paths, different experiences, different exposures. And so like, that was super hard for me to come to terms with. Cause I was like, I have friends that have gone to like Europe and like Germany and Switzerland. I'm like, I haven't fucking gone to like Mexico since I was two. Like I haven't gone anywhere outside of California like that. And it's like, I want to, but I don't have the money. I don't have the resources like that. Super hard. Um, And so like, yeah, being an adult, it's like, it's kind of realizing that my own pace is my own and I cannot allow myself to compare my journey to other people's all the time like it's okay it's bound to happen you just naturally like compare like oh i see this person doing this yeah, and i don't get to do that sometimes. you can't yeah. help it but like i'm realizing like it's important to not obsess about it or like over compare too much because then it's like i'm beating up on myself about it i'm not giving myself enough credit and then i'm putting myself down for what i haven't done yet like i have so much i can do i have so many good friends of mine that they're like are you have so much potential like and you beat yourself up so hard and so easily over small things it's like just don't do that try to not to do that as often because you'd be surprised what you can do when you push yourself more like if you don't compare yourself to other people and you just focus and kind of stay in your own lane in that sense like keep working hard keep doing your thing you'll get those things eventually you might not be getting them now but later on you will and if anything the fact that you took the time to work towards that you gained the experience and the time and you put in the effort it wasn't handed to you because some people it is you it'll be so much more sweeter when you do get to have those things and you 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 do get to experience those things so that's been kind of my biggest thing about adulting is like my journey is my own and i have to remember Period. that it yeah and like a, true... a lot of people go sorry go ahead no no, no you go <laughs> i was going to say that like well like you mentioned what well, you mentioned about environment you mentioned about like resources 
who you know. It's not always what you know, it's who you know sometimes. A yeah. lot of times. And yeah. a lot of people just based on their experiences and, and whatever they had surrounded with them, like they have, you know, a lot of advantages compared to you and 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 you have maybe some disadvantages or advantages that they wish that they could have. Like for instance, like some people are really successful, but in order to be successful, you have to make sacrifices. So maybe right. like they That's have true. a really nice career, but like they don't have a lot of like family quality time. They don't have that mm. social life. That yeah, they don't have yeah. a social life. So and it's like it's not even just that aspect of it, but like it's like you try to like race with people. That's not really cool because right. it's like like you said, you have your own um, mental processes. You have your own just things that happen. Like, like let's say, like I don't know, someone dies in the family. Like that affects you, and you have to like just recover from. Like that's okay to recover. Like that's your way yeah. of grieving. Like everyone grieves dif- differently. Yeah. And so maybe you have to take a step back from like your journey and be like, okay, let me just heal first and like get back on track. And and you know, I, I don't like the concept of like you have to graduate by like you know this age. Thank and, you. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like that's not. So fucked up. It's such an arbitrary like thought because like some people want to like try a creative route. Some people want to try acting. Some people want to mm-hmm. just do anything that doesn't involve like going to a university or uh, a JC. And um, I, and it's totally okay. Like I hate people who are like, oh my god, you're 26 and, and you're, you're still, barely starting yeah, college. Thank still, you. Yeah. I hate or, or that still shit. somewhere. It's like it's like dude. It's like, like why are you mad at or not even mad, but why are you like? putting someone down for just trying to improve their life like yeah. that doesn't make any sense you actually just tweeted something I did. like that because <laughs> i go to college and like i'm a bit i'm like a, i'm like literally like three and a half years older than like yeah some of my classmates and I'm like oh like you're, you're you're old i'm like i'm not like i'm really i'm mid-20s yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not it's old. crazy what people consider old now bro yeah i know it's ridiculous oh <laughs> just wait till if you think that we are old just wait till you get to our age just wait <laughs> just well, wait no, hell hell because like i'm working at a school right now freaking like when uh a couple weeks back the kids that asked is like oh how old are you guys because I, I work with three other ladies and they're technically a little bit older than me but their ages range from like me 21 to like 28 mm-hmm. so like we're still in our 20s but funny enough like we told them like how old we were and so like you know they literally told us like oh you guys are young but you guys are still old and i'm like what the I'm like 21 are you kidding me I'm like okay yeah I'm like to you guys but to other people we're young (laughs) 21 is young yeah Yeah, but it's it's wild but yeah I definitely do not feel like I'm 28 mentally I feel like I'm probably 19 (laughs) physically I feel like I'm 346 years old shit yo There's but when times, he starts dancing, he like I was just about to say, yeah, when he dances, shoulders. that it's is rough, a different though. story. It's rough. It's I wake loose. up the next morning and <laughs> trust like, uh, me, the walk to the, the car, you're like limping. You're like, the way oh, you, Silo no, C- has like Silo witnessed this firsthand when we were in Vegas. I may not drink, I may not smoke, I may not do drugs or nothing. Sorry, dude, I was fucking Yeah, what are you your, doing, bro? You're touching the lid of my drink? <laughs> my bad, That's dog. disgusting. You're marking it. <laughs> my hands are clean, though, GG's. I but, believe it, but what the fuck? But when we were in Vegas... What <laughs> kind of shit is happening? He's like... I'm putting my finger out and I feel something. I'm like just putting my hand out and I feel something cold and I was like, oh shit, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we were recording right now. Uh, anyways, so I may not drink, I may not smoke, I may not do drugs or nothing like that. But when I dance, when I party, oh my god, it's I prob- fucking hilarious. I wake up the next day probably feeling just as bad, if not <laughs> worse, than people when they're hungover. Oh my god, it's the worst thing in the world. Especially you go so fucking hard. That's why. <laughs> especially yeah, when we were in Vegas, after the first day, 
I was in the worst pain that I had <laughs> ever been in, and I was just like, you're fucking kidding me, dude. I still have two more days of this shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> I was so mad, and I was just like, Rightfully I don't know so. how I'm going to do this. But we did it. <laughs> but, I mean, but if you think about it, it's like you don't do those things. Like you don't drink or whatever. But like when, again, like you dance or whatever, that's kind of like it, its own high. Yeah. Kind of like a runner's high or whatever or whatnot. Like when they run and they just get in the momentum. Like yeah. technically that is a form of high. You're, just, you're technically sober. Yeah, you know, you're in control. It's rough. So <laughs> I feel physically like I'm a thousand years old. Mentally, I still feel really young. Well, it's like to touch on what you said about like, you know, you don't do drugs. You don't do any of that. I find it hilarious because a lot of people that like when I've danced the few times I've danced with you, like whether it was like a family function it was a, and w- at one point it was a wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the story behind this is my cousin, uh, she was another person I'd went with. And so we were dancing and at first one was dancing this mind you like the setting it wasn't even like in like a house it wasn't in like you know um an establishment where like you know it's four weddings uh it was like in the back of someone's yard and like way in the back of their property so it was dirt everywhere and shit so like it wasn't fancy but you know it's it was a place to hang out you know to talk whatever and everybody was gonna be dancing by the way exactly (laughs) i got there fucking no one everyone just sitting around i'm like what the fuck is this like i can't even dance this is the the story I was gonna ask, was this the wedding where no one was dancing? That's, yeah, that is beginning. hilarious. Did I ever tell you about this? You did. Oh wow, that is so you funny that that's Buffalo what you Wild thought. Wings, and you were telling me about it. That's heck of funny. Damn, I do not remember that. That's <laughs> it's all crazy that you know where exactly where I told you that too. <laughs> right, and he guessed it like spot on. That's fucking wild. It had to be this one specific wedding of all weddings. Hello, funny. That's tight. <laughs> what right? you're saying? Um, but uh, but so anyway, so yeah, no one was dancing, and so I I normally am not this kind of person. I'm like, I came here to fucking dance, and I don't know if it was just because I had a really bad week, and I'm just like, I was looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving here feeling like shit. Yeah. So I I went to Alex. I was like, hey, let's go start dancing because they had some music playing. Yeah. And I try like getting the DJ to be like, hey, let's play a few of these songs, you know, more dancey kind of music. And so he went out with me and then my friend, she came and then my cousin, whatever. And so eventually we finally got people to start dancing. Yeah. And I remember specifically, he was dancing to every fucking song, even if he didn't fucking know it. He was oh, dancing. And my cousin, she as he was dancing, he was in he was so in the zone. She comes she as we're dancing, she comes in and she's like, Is he high? Is he drunk? Is and I was like everybody ev- Right. And because Alex just gets so into it and he's just like completely like zoned the fuck out. Like you would think he is kind of high or drunk. Like no one in that state of mind looks nope. that way. But he's super into it and it's fucking hilarious. I'm like <laughs> This guy has not touched any of that shit in a long time. This that is, is just completely Alex. <laughs> yeah, this is one hundred percent Alex right here, and it just it's it cracks me up. Yeah, there's just something about music that I mean, dude. Literally, once I start, I do not stop until it is entirely over, and even then, I might keep going. Mm-hmm. No, and you did like after you're just like, hey, play me more and more song or something like that. And yeah. I, it's so funny. I, it was so funny. Yeah, it was good times. It was good times. I was laughing so hard when she asked me that question. I'm like, he's not drunk. I promise you. Yeah, you're I like, swear. I know him. <laughs> I feel bad for Jan. She's got to put up with that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, makes your life interesting, you know? Shout out to Yana. That's true about yeah. that. I don't know about all that. We always shout out Yana. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, Yana's and we super dope. still can't wait until she's on the pod, which <laughs> is going to happen. It's going to happen. Before, wait. it was like we had no hope. Yeah, she was like, I'm was never like, going to yeah. be on the podcast. We are like, okay, there's no point in trying. And we just kept asking her, and she was like, okay, you know what? I will one day. Ooh, uh, <laughs> and we're just like, She Yo. kept it vague. Today might be one day. Oh, no, you never know. <laughs> and our special guest. Not just like she just walks in. 
No, but I honestly, that's going to be my favorite episode only because of how much work we had to put in just to get on the podcast. So what's, did she explain why she doesn't want to be on the podcast? Like, or why it's taking so long? She just, I don't think she's a fan of hearing herself talk. I don't think she's just, see, I see a lot of people. They just talked about this before. Yeah. A lot of people just don't like listening to themselves talk. Like, so I have a couple of cousins that I really want to get on the podcast too. And I've asked them like, Hey, you guys want to be on the podcast? And at first they were like, yeah, dude, that would be so fun. And then I'd be like, okay, Hey, we're recording this weekend. Like you want to be on the podcast. Yeah. And then it comes to, and they're like, I don't know. I'm nervous. And I'm like, what are you nervous for? Like we've had conversations before. Like it's the same thing. We're just going to be recording. That's it. And I don't know, but it's just, people are going to hear me talk. Yeah, it's the audience. And it's just like, dude, we have like two listeners. Like, come on. Maybe three. (laughs) Maybe three. Maybe three on a good day. (laughs) No, but but I have like a few friends too where it's like, we'll we'll just be talking. We'll have like really good stories. I'm like, dude, come on the podcast one day. And they're like, I hate the way I sound. I'm like, you sound good. You have good stories. I like the way you talk. Like, it would be a fun time to like, no, I'm like. I respect your decision, but it'd be a good time. But, you know, I just, yeah. there's certain people, and I won't say names, <laughs> Blake. Oh, but dude. Blake, if Blake pulled up. Has such a seductive voice, bro. And normally I'd oh, say shit. that's sus, but in this case, I agree. Very true. What did I say his voice sounded like? I don't remember. I said something kind of. I said something, and then you and Tim were like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, wait, wait. You said, you said, oh, man. Wait. You said, you don't like. Oh, you said you wouldn't eat a peanut butter sandwich oh, okay. by yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't like peanut butter, mm-hmm. and I would That's never crazy. eat. I would never oh, eat peanut. Crazy. Like, I would never eat a peanut butter sandwich. Like, because there's PB and J sandwiches. I, I could, I could tolerate a PB. I could deal sandwich. with it. Yeah. But a PB sandwich, I would never touch in my life. I mean, same. But if there was a peanut butter flavor in Blake's voice. I would make an exception and I would eat that sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is what I said. Yes. I can understand why they said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly don't think he listens to this, but if you're listening right now, man, we love you. We do. We truly do. <laughs> He's over an- here like laughing, <laughs> probably turning red. <laughs> Shit. And it would be an honor to have him on here. It would, man. Dude, I would love to have everybody on here. But yeah, there's a lot of people that just, I don't like the way I sound. It's like, you think I like the way I sound? Like, I sound like a poop turd and it's like <laughs> bro i don't sound care, like a though. dying bird it's not how i sound it's what i'm saying yeah period and i think yeah. too it's like the idea of having even if it's just one person listening that's someone they don't know it's like it feels like it's it feels like it's a hundred at that point it's yeah. like you know i don't know this person and like it's just the idea of like anyone listening at any point in time like they can access this and you become kind of self-conscious as like, do I do I even sound okay? Do I sound like a fucking weirdo? Like, yeah. Stuff like that. You yeah. just you get, you get in your head a little bit. Um, and I'm it's, not going to lie. It's crazy. I initially, I was like, oh no, people are actually going to listen to this. I'm scared. I'm nervous. But then after a while, like I just kind of forget that people are going to actually listen. I don't know about you, Alex. Sometimes I do. I mean, because we get so caught up in the conversation that exactly. you forget that you're even on a podcast or recording. Yeah. And then you're just so caught up. And then once you start thinking about it and talking about it, you're like, oh shit, I just said all that on a podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, God well, damn, that was my thought. When I started cussing. I was like, oh God, are, do they allow cussing? I was like, oh, do they not? I, don't I was even like, care no. Anymore. No, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's fuck funny no. though when people ask and it's like, you clearly haven't listened to our podcast <laughs> and that's fine you're like mm. we just die a little inside with that yeah. no not really well it's funny because even though like i do a podcast with the homie i rarely listen to podcasts 
Yeah. Like I'm always listening to music 24-7. It's, I mean, I listen to podcasts every, like, now and then, but I, I just have, like, ADHD. Like, I'll listen to a podcast, and I'll, like, enjoy what I'm hearing, but then I'll have, like, all these thoughts, and then yeah. I'll wish that I was actually a part of the conversation, yeah. and that we could have this back and forth, Yes. right? So, like, in real time, it's fine, because I can actually talk to people and interact with them and, like, pick their brain apart, et cetera. But, yeah, when I'm just listening and I'm passively taking in this information, I'm like, I just wish I was a part of the conversation in real time. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. this podcast is for. Exactly. So you can be a part of the conversation in real time. 100%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah I, I would love to get everybody on here but some people just don't like the way that they sound right and it's crazy because like you guys are saying it's like you have all these great stories and these conversations with people are like oh my god i want this on the podcast yes. and they're like oh i don't know you know yeah, they, yeah. You know, shy and even if it's not their stories it's just their personality their personality yeah. Yeah. You know? that's exactly why i love watching my vtubers their personalities it's yeah. it's infectious it's like i want to watch this person like and i don't like people can choose to, um, you know, like on Twitch, you can uh, subscribe, you can give them money, that kind of thing. And that's awesome because mm-hmm. that funds what they're doing. They can do more of that if that can become something that they can make a living off of. But I just love it. It's like it's getting that interaction when I can't get that interaction mm-hmm. with other people. It's like I get to watch these people like game and interact with other people and their personalities are just super infectious and I love it. And so, yeah, so it's kind of similar like podcasts. I I want to listen to them more um, because I know there's a lot of good podcasts out there and just yeah, there being yeah. able to listen to people because they're sitting down, they're talking and um, yeah, you just kind of get a feel of like who that person is. And it, again, the conversations they start, just, they talk about, it's like, oh yeah, I was thinking about this or like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. And yeah. And like the whole thing where you, where you were talking about earlier, how, when you're going through something and you start talking to somebody else and you're like, okay, now I feel less alone because you're also going through something. Mm-hmm that's what we love to do on here. We love to talk about shit. We'd love to talk about things that we're going through. We love having people come on here telling us what they're going through. Cause somebody else might be listening. is like, Oh shit, I'm going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Like maybe I'm not alone in this. Like I thought I was right. And like how you were talking about, uh, what was it? You were, what did we say? She was talking and then you and I both started talking and I was like, no, you go first. <laughs> Because I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Um, well, she was talking about circumstances and how life is a marathon. And you shouldn't compare yourself to other oh, people. Yeah. So I was um, I was going to say, like, I hope that so many, well, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast, but I hope that whoever is listening, if they need to hear that, I hope that they actually hear that because right. that is such a big life lesson that people need to take on. Like, they need to drill that into their head because... I think for the longest time, I was actually kind of giving you guys that advice when you guys were, you were. when mm-hmm. you guys were like struggling, like about going, taking a break from school and all this stuff. And I was kind of yeah. just like, dude, don't worry about it. Like it doesn't just go at your own pace. Yes. As long as you're going at your own pace, you'll be good. Yep. And it doesn't even matter because these other people you see that are possibly successful, they might not act. They might be, they might look like they're successful, but, but they're probably not happy where they're at. Yep. They're probably just like, dude, like how CeeLo said, I sacrificed all this to get here and. For what? To mm-hmm. be at the top by myself? Yeah. Like, it ain't even worth being up here. Like, I I wish I, like, all my, the friends that I do have, they have all these stories of them going out. And here I have stories of me staying at home, studying all the time because right. I wanted to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. it's not even worth it because what memories do I have with these people? Yeah. And so it's always just, I hope that people that need to hear that actually do hear that because 
I mean, that's a big thing that a lot of people go through. Um, I know like a lot of people like this, there's that saying of like, you know, the money makes the world go round and it does. It, oh, it, it definitely does. It yeah. 100% like you need to have money to do certain things. And if you don't, it makes life really hard. Yeah. Um, and coming from kind of like, uh, I would say we met, our family was middle class, but not high middle class by any means if anything like bordering on kind of lower you know class yeah and so like we had money but we didn't have a lot of money and um and so for me money is kind of one of my bigger things that i'm constantly like i obsess over or like i kind of get triggered by so like this is kind of off topic of what i was trying to go into but yeah, i see what you did there huh it's kind of off topic oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, huh? And I was looking at it, but I wasn't actually looking at it. That is crazy. Like, it was in my subconscious. It was there, but I just hadn't made the connection. Shit. Happens to me all the time. Um, But anyways, kind of going back before I go on off to that little tangent, uh, you know, the money money makes the world go round. From what I've learned in the last handful of years of just people I've met, friends I've connected with, it's the connections you build with people. That's what makes the world go round. And, And in terms of being happy, feeling like your life is satisfying, it's fulfilled. It's like half of the things I've realized and that I've gone through and that I've been able to process would not have ha- happened without the people in my life that I have now. Um, yeah. Alex is definitely one of those people. Um, and my sister, obviously, because she's like my other half. Like she has been through so much with me and I've, she has seen me at my absolute lowest. And even when I think I can't get lower, it's happened. And she is just there as you know, a lifeline as, you know, uh, a pillar of strength and just kindness and compassion. And so like, it's just, it's the connections you make with people and you build those connections. That is what I think, in my opinion, when you grow old and you die and you know, you, you wonder what you did with your life. That is what is going to make your life meaningful. It's the memories you made with people. It's, you know, the people you've touched, whether you realize that or not. Um, and the, the way that others have touched you, it's like, and I mean, emotionally, I don't mean physically touching you. Okay, guys. Um, <laughs> I know there's some trolls out there that are going to want to take that the wrong way. And I just want to set that straight. Um, <laughs> I honestly was not thinking. I also was thinking. I, I, was so I know invested. people who think that. That's kind of why I said it. I was so um, invested in what you were saying. <laughs> and then she just goes in there and she's like, oh, sight up. <laughs> I was like, this is a very genuine, raw conversation. You're like, just for the record, for you gutter-minded folks, I'm not talking about that weird stuff, right? <laughs> I'm glad intense. I was able to make you laugh. That was, I was like, out of all of that. But, um... <laughs> Just came out of nowhere. Uh, That's your specialty, that is, really. No, no shit. Anytime I'm funny, it just goes. It's because I go completely left field when people least expect it, and it I really caught me off guard because <laughs> you were speaking some real yeah, shit, and I was so invested in what you were saying. And then you just threw me off the tracks. Threw me was, for a loop, and I was like. Wow, I wasn't even thinking that. What the hell? <laughs> and then after you said something, I was like, okay, that's funny. Well, yeah, I, I can see, I can see why people would see that. So I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that for me, that's kind of like been my thing too. It's that it's just like it's building those connections. It's like pushing myself to be like, hey, like step outside of my comfort zone a little bit, be more confident with myself. Like even if I don't feel 100% confident about this thing give it a shot. Don't, you know, knock it until you try it. And, uh, yeah, that just, it's super important. I feel like a lot of people, we forget that. Like when we are trying to be successful, we're working towards, you know, uh, whether it's a degree, whether it's, you know, a job, whether it's a position that you already 
that you have in your work that you can apply for to, you know, promote yourself to make more money. Um, it's, it's easy to lose sight of like stuff like that, of like building those connections with people. And it is, it's like, I told myself like after high school that, Oh, I'm going to keep all my friendships. You know, I'm just going to stay in contact. It's not going to be that hard, but it is, it's really hard. Like yeah, I, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. Cause like we're all now on our own journeys, you know, kind of going back to that conversation. Like we're all doing different things or similar things, but just at different times and our schedules are super different and it's super hard to make the time, but it's important that you try to make the time and that you you make the effort of making that time because you might not get that time back because yeah. again, like AJ was saying, like you just life is super short. You never know what's gonna happen. Life throws so many curveballs at you and it's like it is. And I and it sounds cliche, but just truly like try to be present, be in the moment and just think about the people in your life. And if you're not happy with the people around you and you don't feel like they care about you, then change it up, you know, like reassess your situation because I do think that, you know, who you have in your life, whether it's your friends, it's your family, or just the circles you're a part of, those people do influence you, whether people believe it or not, as far as what you do, you know, how you go about life, be around people that support you that like, Hey, like I'm, I want you to do this. Even again, it's starting a podcast and yeah. people are like, Hey, you know, I'll listen in, you know, if I can, or like, if you guys are cool, I'd love to be on sometime. Like if you yeah. guys stuff like that, it's like, those are people that want to see you happy. They don't want to see you succeed so they can better themselves because of being by you It's and being around you. It's they want to see you happy. They, they want to see you grow. And like, I've been blessed and I am fortunate enough that I have a lot of people in my life who are like that. And I know so many people who have very few like that. And it's like, it, it is, it, it just it kind of, it blows my mind that I, I've been fortunate enough that while I didn't grow up with a lot of money, I didn't grow up with a lot of opportunities like that. I grew up around a lot of really good people and they completely shaped the way that I grew as a, a kid and the way I saw life. And while of course, as all kids do, we go through our shit and we go through a lot of hard things or like we see things that kind of like we lose our innocence from, yeah. you know, and that's part of growing up. Um, it's the people in my life that helped me set all of that in perspective that helped me set in my mindset and my attitude to be, in a positive way to the best of my ability, depending on the situation. So where I can take that and not take it as like, fuck, this is my life. Like, this is unfair. Like, you know, hating the world and hating everybody and turning everyone away. Um, I did do that, but not to that extent. It was mm -hmm. more so just like I was vulnerable. And like, it's hard when you are trying to be vulnerable um, about stuff that, you know, you're struggling with or like something happens that, you know, you're embarrassed about, uh, which I talked about earlier to with Alex and Adri. Um, again, off uh, the online and it it's hard like I'm the kind of person I would rather show my better qualities and I feel like that's kind of everyone though it's not just me you want to show yourself in a better light you want to show yourself more confidently or you want to show yourself more smart depending on the scenario and it's like it's hard it's like it's hard to be vulnerable it's hard to open up and admit that like hey like I made a mistake or I'm human I have these flaws like showing those things it's super hard but find people that aren't gonna look at you and laugh at you and you know criticize you like oh you're just a little bitch you know like just stuff like that like I get it like there's a joking way to do that there oh, is yeah, I have a lot of friends who do that and I love that because it's like they're not doing it to put me down they're doing it to be like hey like I'm just joking yeah, with it's you. joking it's not yeah, serious it's That's not serious it's difference. not what you say it's, it's how, how you, you say, say it. it yes and it's like a lot of people they have friends that are just like they don't give a shit they just like they're there to put you down because maybe they're down too and or you they know, just don't want to see you do better than them yes that too that whole like they don't want to see you succeeding and being happier and better and it's like don't be around those people for the record those are not friends <laughs> those are not friends They're those not. are people that 
they need help and however they find it, I hope they eventually do. Um, And whatever they're working through that they haven't either figured out yet or they do and they're afraid to move forward with it, they find that courage to do it. Um, But yeah, just the connections, man, that you have in your life and the people in it, super fucking important. Yeah, I agree. Couple things. There's actually more than a couple things I want to (laughs) say, but there's a couple things I will say. (laughs) Um, So the first thing is that when I was younger, not even that long ago, I did, I feel like I didn't value connections as much as i should have mm-hmm. um and also tying into that same idea is that i didn't express myself as much as i i think should have um because the older i got the more i was like you can talk about things that bother you it's, it's like you said how you say it yeah. how you present it like alex always says like the timing of it you know um and maybe just prefacing like hey like i have something like that's kind of heavy to talk about like is that okay yeah. with you and then from there I'd be like if they could say yes like continue that's how i am um but just it like you said earlier too, it's like the more that you talk about how unhappy you are or maybe just like uh, weird you feel in your own body or how, you know, any negative feeling that you're feeling, it's like if people can tell you how they feel similarly to what you feel and also what they do to get past those feelings, it makes you feel a lot better. And not only that, but I mean, it makes you feel less crazy when your feelings are validated. It's like, okay, I'm not the only one thinking these thoughts and also feeling these feelings. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I feel like, I'm quote unquote normal or just like like these people that I see all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, you you do this facade like you said, you're on your best behavior. It's like people look like they have everything figured out, like they can socialize with everybody, have the best jokes. Like they're so seamless with everything that they do. But like, really, it's not that they're putting up a front, but they're just showing you their best side because like that's what they want to show the world. But like maybe they get home and now they're their real or how they're really feeling which is like sad or like depressed or like angry or whatever yeah. they're, they're really feeling they're just hiding all of that but it's not healthy to like keep hiding that stuff that right. part of you from the world like it's okay to feel angry Damn, and to feel bro, sad at me next time dog. <laughs> I'm, adding, I'm adding myself you know what i mean like and uh you know no, just, i feel that i i realize it just like talking to people more has has made me feel less um less crazy i guess yeah mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent um Kind of like in you mentioning like adding yourself jokingly about the anger. I 100% am a person. Anger is my best fucking friend. And I know with like Alex and like my, well, my sister would know better, but like Alex and other friends of mine, they they see the side of me that like, I am that kind of person. I kind of do go the extra mile. Like if you're going through something or like you seem like you're off to me, I'm going to be paying attention because that's just... I know what it's like to feel like no one's paying attention to me mm-hmm. and I'd never want to make someone feel that way around me. Yeah. And that's me going the extra mile. That's me, you know, kind of like putting myself, pushing myself farther than I need to. But it's like, I feel like I know what it's like to not feel seen. I know what it's like to not feel heard or just to feel not validated. And it's not even so much that I didn't have friends who didn't want to do that. It's just, it was hard for me to express that those are the things I needed. Those are the things that I needed, you know, at that time. And so I know what it's like to struggle. And a lot of people do in their own ways. And it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to communicate that and convey that. And so like, for me though, going back to the, my anger being my best friend, it's like, I grew up very angry a lot. Like my first emotion to anything, whether I was upset whether I, you know, I got a bad grade or like I did something I wasn't supposed to and I got grounded or something, just something that upset me in some kind of way. Um, anger was the first thing that was my emotion that I would go to. It's my default. I wouldn't cry. I would, you know, I just, I was angry. Yeah. And I, by 
kind of growing up that way for a really long time, um, I didn't start realizing like that it was a problem until like my senior year. Like I just, anger was my constant emotion and I would tie it to everything. And I wasn't able to filter that out into like actually being sad or, you know, like bummed out. It's like, I was always angry. If I was depressed, immediately anger was kind of the first thing to kind of pop Mm -hmm. up and stay. And then eventually depression would actually, you know, uh, filter out. But it's like, it's hard. Um, It's hard dealing with that when like, it's just something that comes out of me so instinctively. And like, I see it and I have seen it for a long time as something that's bad. It's something that I should hide from people. It's like, you know, she gets angry all the time. Like, I don't know if I can trust her. I don't know if she can handle things. Like, you know, I don't know what might trigger her. And it's like, I've spent like a big majority of my life trying to push down my anger because I'm like, I saw it as such a negative thing. Like, this is disgusting. This is, this is not something that's, you know, uh, likable. It's not something that people would, you know, want to deal with. And so like, I pushed it down for so long and then eventually shit comes back up, whether people have had it happen to them and it will eventually, I promise you, if it hasn't happened now, it will happen eventually. Things that you push down will come back up. And it it finally did. For me, senior year, I just was so fucking angry. And I I was I procrastinated a project. And that was kind of like, that was my breaking point. That was kind of like broke the camel's back. I was turning in the project. It was completely shit. And I hated it. And I was so upset with myself. And she was there. And I completely broke down. It was before we even got to school. It was like the first day. And we had a submit the papers to that class in the morning and I just like I'm like I don't want to fucking go I'm like I'm just I hate everything and so like I just was going through so much and yeah eventually those emotions do come up and like it just it is it's hard to like for me to like show that like it's anger is just a natural emotion it's no different than crying laughing you know and for me I just I saw it as this negative thing for such a long time that trying to express it now as an adult is hard because it's like I just think anger, it's like bad. It's not good. It's like, as soon as anger comes out, no one's going to want to be around me and it'll fuck with my relationships with people. And yeah, it just, I have to, I've had to completely rearrange the way I see anger and my relationship with anger. Um, and it, it is, it's fucking work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about my relationship with anger, but like the same way where it's like, you know, some people see anger as like a really bad thing. And it can be, depending right. on how you go about it. But yeah. I recently I started to think of the more healthier side of anger, which is the side where it's like, let's say you're like trying to learn a new, a new skill mm-hmm. and you get frustrated and angry. You're like, I can't do it. I suck. But then it's like, you're angry because you can't do it well. And like that anger motivates you to keep trying right. and to get better. So in that sense, I'm like, sometimes you could use your anger as like a way to push yourself forward or, or as a way to motivate yourself to like, damn, I wish I could do that. Let me, let me try harder. Yes. You know, like, let me just, let me work twice as hard to like, just get better at whatever I'm doing. Um, and, and so I think, uh, for me, finding the healthy side of anger has been really beneficial, but growing up, I did see the not so good side of anger from like my father. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I just, uh, I also had my fair share of dealing with my own anger in an unhealthy way. Um, but growing up, I definitely was like, I don't want to be like my father, like a lot of people are. They want to like not repeat what they've seen or experienced. So I do my absolute fucking best to not let my anger get the worst of me Mm -hmm. and um, hurt other people in the process of me just being angry. Right. Exactly. Probably why I'm such a try hard, huh? Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Because if someone beats you, like you won't be able to sleep. I absolutely hate 
being bad at things. Oh God, it drives me insane. Sucks. When I suck at something, I'm just like, dude, no, I need to be good. I cannot suck at this. But real quick to touch back on what CeeLo had to say earlier about like the whole timing and what you say and everything. Um, that is such a big thing. And for some reason I've always known it, but I didn't realize it till like the last five years. Cause for the longest time I've had my fair share of practice of being there for people and giving people advice. So it kind of, to a lot of people, they kind of will always tell me like, dude, you always know what to say and you always know when to say it and stuff like that. And it's kind of just like, I never really understood it until I actually started thinking about it. Like why I was so good at giving people advice or why the things that I say that just happen to just make sense. Cause sometimes I really just wing it. I don't know what I'm saying most of the time, but not like when you said like timing is the way you say something when you say it and who you're saying it to that like all those things play such a big part because mm-hmm. I just recently uh, I ran into somebody who I seen that they were going through something physically and I could have easily said something at that moment. I could have easily said like, Hey, I, I noticed this, um, like just know that like if you need to talk to me or anything, like I'm here, but I chose not to. And I didn't understand why I chose not to at the time until I thought about it later. And I realized that I didn't say anything in person because me and this person were not particularly close to each other. So when somebody that you're not really close to comes up to you and is just like talking to you about something so that you might be trying to hide from the rest of the world that they're, or that you're not too comfortable about talking about. And they just come up to you in person and you're, they're just like, yo, I, I noticed this, like, and you're kind of just caught off guard. Like, Oh shit. I've never had to talk to this about this in person to anybody that like, especially somebody that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you might just freak them out. And then they just, I mean, anxiety, all this stuff goes through your head. And so I actually chose not to say anything. And then I actually said something later on uh, through a message and, and I explained myself also. I said, Hey, I, I didn't want to say anything in person because, you know, we're not that close. Um, I wasn't too sure how you would react if I asked you in person, because I know it's a lot easier talking to somebody through a message right. or mm-hmm. when you're not face to face. Cause yeah. when you're face to face, you kind of have to think of things on the spot. <laughs> you kind of just have to react. You have to just respond. And yeah. when you're messaging somebody it's like you can take your time and sit yeah. there and really back. really think about Let what they said the think about what you're going to respond and if you're typing and you're typing and you're halfway through and you're like wait no that doesn't sound right you delete it right <laughs> like yeah. in person you can't just be like okay just erase everything i just said yeah. let me start over <laughs> backspace, <laughs> i mean, backspace, I mean you can but i mean it's not once you hear right. it it's already been heard yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I chose my wording very carefully. Obviously, it was through a message, so I kind of read over it a couple of times, made sure that it was the right thing to say. And I made sure the words that I used were the correct words because there's certain words that you use with certain people because if you use the wrong words, it could trigger someone, <laughs> especially when they're going through shit. Right. And so this person, like, for some reason, I've always just known how to approach somebody i just never realized that i knew why Mm -hmm. until the last few years but you were gonna say something 
Yeah, I know you caught on. I, I saw you <laughs> caught as I like I touched my hand to my lips and I was like, oh, I got something to say. Um, so something I could say from personal experience and it was super recent. Um, so touching on the subject of like when you say it, who you're saying it to. So a little while ago, um, uh, again, I game and so like I have discord and like I regularly at least a couple times a week, I'll go in like uh, a voice chat uh, room and I'll like uh, be in call with friends of mine. And, um, and so anyways, uh, we were in call with some of my friends one day and like one of my friends made a joke and it was a joke. I can say with 100% certainty, it was a joke and that was only meant as such, but I was going through so much shit and I, I've been going through a lot of shit this year, but just, it happened to be that, that week I just was going through so much and I just was really stressed out. And so when it was said, I completely took it different. Like it was not as a joke. I was like, I thought they were being serious and I was like, I was kind of off put by it and like, they kind of kept pressing. This was the idea of, so like I play D and D and, um, and I've, <laughs> I saw you lean into the mic, CeeLo. Wait, what game? Uh, D, it's not a game. It's, te- it's like a role playing game. Role playing game. It's yeah. uh, Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. It's okay. You're what good. What were you thinking of? Yeah. What were you thinking DBD. of? DBD. DBD. What is DBD? Dead by Daylight. <gasps> oh. I have heard of that. Okay. Anyways. And that's before... a toxic game. So. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, the gaming community in general is toxic. GG's. Yeah. It true. 100% can be. back. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah. dog water. Your trash. <laughs> it's, pre- it's ridiculous. I've seen so many dumb videos. I'm like, oh my God. And I think it's because everybody is anonymous. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you can be complete asshole because they don't know who you are. It's, yeah. And it's fucked up. But it's that's they think it's okay. <laughs> like when we're in cod lobbies. Yeah. Oh boy, we're so toxic. Oh we just, that's, that's we, just we just got done <laughs> spanking these kids, and we join in. We go into game chat. Go to sleep, kid. You're bad. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You're just so loud and obnoxious, <laughs> and we do it because. You get such a big it's head. It's just that five yeah. seconds, and then after that, okay, next match, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, real quick. Don't mean to interrupt. But yeah, so recently, like, we were playing uh, COD, <laughs> and we're in game chat, and I'm about to talk mad shit to the other team. <laughs> and they're like, this fool. And I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, what's up? They're like, no, that's a dope-ass name. Like, no cap. And I'm like, yo, thank you, bro. <laughs> like, you're showing love. Like, I can't even hate on you guys. Like, right. what? You're like, it's a good thing you said that first, because I was about to blow right. your I shit up. I was like, I was ready to fire <laughs> back. Down. Anyways, you were saying. Yeah, shit. continue. <laughs> so funny. Um, but, so, yeah. So, he made a joke about, like, me DMing a game, which is uh, you being the uh, dungeon master. So, you set up the game and all this other stuff. And he's like, I want you to DM right now. And it was a joke. It just, I was... When you go through stress, it fucks with your brain so yeah. bad. So I didn't see it as that. I thought he was being serious. And I thought he was pushing me like to do it like on the spot, like just do it right now. And so like I was I laughed it off. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then like it kind of he continued to keep making the joke. And eventually I was like, OK, maybe. And so like it just it made me feel like I was being pushed to do something. But I wasn't seeing it as a joke. I kind of s- sat with me for the entire week following that. And I kind of did behave like an asshole to him because of it. While I w- didn't admit it until after the fact, after the whole week, I was like, okay, I was being pretty shitty to you. And I was using that as the point of interaction with him after that moving forward. Um, I just, I completely went off on him about it. I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, you, you were just, you pushed me to like do something I didn't want to do. And I, you know, it's like, I didn't like that. And he's like, I'm hurt that you think that I would put you in a position of, making you do something you don't want to do he's like it was just a joke he's like it had nothing to do with like making you do stuff that you don't want to he's like he's like the reason why i thought you would catch on because being a 
DM. It's like you have to take time to do all that. You actually have to set up a game. You set up a story like this is this is you having prepared before you actually go into a session is what it is or the game. And so, again, I wasn't I wasn't aware of what he was actually saying. And so, like, I was so stressed out while trying to address the situation. I was addressing way more than just the joke and how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. I was really addressing how I've been feeling for a while. So I completely went into that conversation with too much emotion and I completely was a dick, 100% transparent. Um, And like, I ended the conversation really badly. I was like, you know, because he, at one point, I'm like, you know, I, I do that thing where if I'm being honest with somebody, I'm like, you know, I let them give the opportunity to respond back however they like, you know, however the long they need. And um, I was like, do you have anything else to say, you know, after what I said? And he's like, nah, he's like, I didn't really care about it. And it wasn't that he didn't care about the conversation. He wasn't so concerned about, you know, everything else that I was adding into it. He's like, I just wanted to know, like, did I upset you? Because you came into the conversation wanting to talk about it. You're really heated. And, you know, just you kind of went off on a complete tangent way too many times. He's like, it's not that I don't care. It's just... I was invested in the conversation because it seemed like I upset you. And that's why I was invested in it. Just the way he said it, it completely pissed me off. I'm like, you didn't give a shit about this conversation. Yeah, I was say, it seemed completely insensitive. Yeah. The entire fucking time, I was so pissed. And so I was just like, fine. I was like, if you don't give a shit, then I'm just going to bed. Like, I was in game as we were talking. I wasn't in call with him. Um, and so anyways, so like, after a while, I, I, I just didn't respond to him. I knew he was texting me in Discord. I'm just like... I'm so pissed right now. I'm just going to keep saying shit that I really don't mean and I don't need to further this. And so, and I was able at that point to recognize like, you're really pissed off right now. And he says something to really piss you off while you did not handle and end that conversation. Great. The fact that you just, I needed time to reflect. I needed to just get away from him, get away from how angry I was, calm the hell down and then just reflect. Cause that's just who I am. I try to do that anyways. And uh, so anyways, we addressed it and I just, I know I'm one of those people like if I'm going through things and just you say something wrong or like it just it doesn't come off the way it's supposed to land. I I can easily like misconstrue it, you know, miss, you know, conceive, uh, conceptualize it. And so I did. I felt really bad. I was just like, look, I was in the right to address how I felt about the the situation beforehand. But I went into it with way too much emotion. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't really talking about just the joke. I was talking about a bunch of shit. And he recognized that. Um, and I did feel bad cause I was, I was 100% behaving like an asshole, um, the entire time. And for all my claims of like, I'm listening to you and you're not listening to me. I really wasn't listening to him. I was just, <laughs> I was trying to push the idea. Like you upset me. Like, what are you going to do about it? You know? And it's like, yeah. it, again, I went into it trying to address it, but I, I, there was so much there that it was just, it wasn't the right time. I, I should have just been like, Hey, like, you know, I, I want to talk about something, but right now is not the right time. I'm just, I'm going through a lot and I didn't do it. I just, I went full board, full steam ahead. And yeah, so. It's just, it's so hard to be rational in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. And I 100% was irrational, but he handled it really well. I was like, look, I read his messages then like the evening, the day after. Cause again, I, I just was taking time to calm down, reflect what I'd said, what he had said. And, um, and then after that, I I read what he had said and I responded to it. And I said, look, I'm like, what happened last night? I do apologize for the way it acted going into it. I was in the right to address it. I was in the wrong for what I was feeling while going through that. What I was addressing was originally, and he already knew that was way too much. It's, I wasn't just you. I was talking about when I was talking about this stuff, it was all kinds of shit I've been dealing with. And, um, and he did handle it well. He's like, all right, then he, and he just kind of like, he's like, you know, he didn't say the apology was accepted. It was more so just that's his way 
his way of saying all right it's like all right like we're we're good we're fine like, let's just, and just move on. yeah let's just move on exactly yeah, yeah. and okay. um so yeah so again shout out to you adam um yeah he let's go adam he's a he's a real one um but yeah so it's like it's moments like that it, it is hard it's super hard when you're so stressed out and you're trying to do the right thing you're trying to communicate and it just fucking goes strong because you just got more on your mind and your chest and in your heart than you mean to and it's like it can come off wrong and it happens so finding friends who can also understand that and be emotionally intelligent to recognize those things is super important too because if you have a friend that's like says fuck you after that it's like uh, i don't know if they're a friend anymore yeah, i mean <laughs> i don't know if they were a friend to begin with um but timing wording the way you say it, it all yeah. plays an effect and when you say it like yeah so for a lot of people that did you have something to say mm. oh my bad uh i mean so, i have like so many thoughts in my brain but i don't have anything to add right now <laughs> <laughs> so for um so for all the people that have i've recently befriended there's a lot of times where when i first meet somebody i'm super quiet and super like yep, i may same. come off as shy at first same but I'm very quiet and just kind of just like just there. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I will never forget how, what it's like to meet you for the first time. GG's, GG's. <laughs> and a lot of people, they think that I come off as kind of like douchey. Like, oh, this yep. guy's too fucking cool to talk yep. to us. Or this guy. Fucking, this guy fucking. Thinks I don't even feel right <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> or like this guy thinks he's too fucking cool to talk to us. Or like, what the fuck? Like, does he not vibe with us? Why is he so quiet? And so, but in reality... I'm kind of just sitting back trying to figure people out. Yep. That's really all that I'm doing. And it's not that I'm doing it in a creepy way. It's kind of just like I'm trying to figure out how to talk to this person in yep. a way to where they will not think that I'm coming off the wrong way. Yeah. Because if I was just my full on self with people, people would be like, yo, this guy gets too comfortable way too quick. Fuck this dude. <laughs> Something is wrong. <laughs> They'd just be like, okay, bro, you need to fucking chill. Yeah. Like you're joking about shit that we don't normally joke about around here. So, cause I joke about everything. Mm -hmm. And, but once they get to know me, they understand that. And then I could joke about anything. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's just him being him. Yeah. And so, but when I'm around somebody new, I kind of just sit back, figure them out, watch how the, watch their mannerisms, watch the tones of words that they use when they use them and what they don't talk about and what they find out from like kind of all this all these little things that many people may not pay attention to uh i pay attention to a lot of that stuff that way when it ever does come to a point where i have to approach this person in a situation or a conversation to where it's about like hey bro like are you all right like just want to make sure like you're good because that joke you made earlier like you don't normally make jokes like that and that joke was a little too personal for you yeah. like I knew I know that was off. Like, is there anything you want to talk about? Like, if not, don't worry about it. Like, I'm just checking up on you and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, but I also realized that a lot of people will become vulnerable if you show them that you're vulnerable first. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do to make a lot of people feel comfortable is I share some of my toughest experience with them. And after that, they're kind of just like, holy fuck. Like, I didn't know that that's what you went through. Like, holy shit. Like, I mean, now I think I feel a little more comfortable like telling you what I'm going through because it's not nearly as bad or it's very similar. So at least now I have somebody to kind of like confide in with somebody that's maybe gone through the same thing. And so it's and then throughout the, through all throughout all of that, I've kind of just figured out that 
with certain people, there's certain wordings that you should use. There's a certain time that you approach people, whether it be in person, on a message, one-on-one. Because when you're going to when you're going to approach somebody about something that they're going through, you typically don't want to do it in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. typically want to do Having it when it's one-on-one and you don't want to force the one-on-one. It has to happen naturally. Yeah. You can't right. just be like, Hey bro, like, let me go talk to you for a second real quick. Right. Like, you cannot do out. that, bro. Like, yeah. cause people are going to know like, okay, what are they over there talking about? Like, Hey, what'd you guys talk about earlier? And then you're forced, you're put in a situation where you have to lie about it and you're just like, Oh shit. Like, now I got to keep up with that lie. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. but it, there's a, there's a certain time that you bring certain things up and there's certain words that you use with certain tones. And you have to be very cautious of, of the person you're approaching because not everybody is the same. Right. I approach everybody differently, mm-hmm. differently. And there's so many you're different like a ways. That's what you are. Like, kind of, yeah. yeah. But there's so many different ways to approach people. And it's kind of just, I've given myself that time to kind of figure that out. And so, I mean, hopefully everybody else kind of learns from that a little bit because. I know there are some people out there with good intentions. They just may not know how to go about a certain situation. Right. And then they put themselves in a situation where like, fuck, dude, now I made myself seem too pushy. Damn. Mm -hmm. Now I made myself seem like I'm too, like, too, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Nosy about their personal life. Now they probably think that I'm just a fucking weirdo. Like, who just goes up to somebody and asks them like, hey, are you actually okay? (laughs) Like, I wouldn't do that. So like, it's, there's a time and place for everything and you kind of just have to know when it is and- you just got to take advantage of that moment when it does come up. Yeah. But GG's. <laughs> there was like a few things I was going to say, but I was listening. So like, I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did say earlier, you're like, I have a few things to say. Uh, and then you only said one thing earlier. Yeah. Um, you no, know, there, well, there was another thing I was going to say, but then the conversation started going and then I forgot what I would, <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have anything else? To- oh, I have one question, actually. One question before we wrap this up, unless CeeLo figures out what he has to say. No, I don't think so. When was the last time you guys were embarrassed? Oh, that was, I already shared my story. Um, Embarrassed? I feel like I don't really get embarrassed that often anymore. I was just thinking that. It's been a minute since I've actually been genuinely embarrassed. Like, I've been put in scenarios where, like, I, embarrassing scenarios but do you actually get embarrassed no yeah like cause because because I, I just i'm so reminded of like how life is so short yeah like what i'm gonna be embarrassed because like i said hi to someone they didn't say hi back oh wow fucking the world is ending no like i don't give a fuck yeah like you waved to somebody that was waving to somebody behind yeah. you like, oh shit i'm like not me <laughs> right just kidding <laughs> good to see you though yeah <laughs> you know? i i truly don't get embarrassed as much as i used to like before i was embarrassed a lot um, and then I just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. I was going to say the exact I remember thing. what I was going to say earlier. Well, say? One, one thing that I was going to say. One thing was um, was to not take things personally. Mm-hmm. Right? Read so it. for yeah. Adam, even though like he might have deserved some of the uh, pushback that you the gave heat. him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he probably didn't deserve all of it, right? Right. <laughs> a little say, bit, but not exactly. as much as, yeah. And so if I was in that person's shoes in a similar situation, I would understand that like maybe what I said didn't warrant that huge explosive mm-hmm. or huge explosion of a response. Um, and and like I'd, I'd be able to de- detach myself somewhat from the situation because I'm like all these emotions that that person is feeling that they're trying to portray onto me is like it's not reflective of like what I did to them. It's just, excuse me, reflective of their current state. Yeah. 
right? So I try to like constantly remind myself that like there's more to life than probably what I just said to this person. Like sometimes, yeah, may- maybe I might have said something that's truly fucked up and I deserve everything that I'm receiving right now. Like that's just life. Um, but I try really, really hard to not take things personally because yeah. I don't know what people are going through. Right. Um, I don't know people's belief system or, or their view on life. I don't know what people what their through. week was like. Yeah, I don't know what people have been through. I don't know anything about a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. you only know what people allow you to know. Yeah. It's right. only what they choose to show you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just a constant reminder. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice started going away. A constant reminder of not taking anything personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I've, it is, it's a, it's a learning process. Cause I think as kids and just growing up until you get, you reach adulthood, it's like, you do tend to take a lot of things personally. Cause you don't really know how to not take it personally. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't teach you that shit in school. You have to, that's just life lessons. You have to figure out the more you go along um, and the people you meet. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's with my friends that I've met, I've met uh, and I've, you know, I've, been friends with uh online i've learned a lot of those things from them Mm -hmm. um because a lot of them are super easygoing i feel like a lot of them they're kind of in the same stages of life that you guys are in in that sense like they don't give a fuck anymore because like they they've been through it they they don't care what people think because they're just like it's not fucking worth it to deal with all of those thoughts and someone else's shit that's going on it's like you know i wish you the luck but it's like it's not it's not conducive to me is not going to help me it's not going to make me happy um and so like a lot of them have taught me a lot of that and so it is it's hard because like i think i going back to you know asking the question about being embarrassed well i've already shared some things about that have embarrassed me in the past <laughs> and then as of recently um it's like i am also that person i don't like putting myself in that position and no one does but it's like when it does happen it's like it is it's so overwhelming so crazy too sometimes, cringe, you yeah. Cr- yeah and like after that had happened with him the day after i was cringing so fucking hard like just randomly as i'm thinking about stuff <laughs> reflecting i'm like oh god i really fucking said that you know <laughs> and um and so like it's stuff like that it's like it's it's hard and when when you go through it it's like yeah you just you kind of like you kind of get lost in it and for me that's happened like because i don't embarrass myself a lot i don't put myself out there enough i don't uh let my voice be heard enough mm-hmm. to put myself in those situations and so like when i do i'm like it feels completely bigger than it really mm-hmm. is um yeah. And so like, yeah, so it's, it's kind of hard, but like you're saying, 100%, it's super important to not take things personally as much as you can, because most of the time it really isn't too personal. Yeah. It could be like in my circumstance with my friend that happened recently, it really didn't have to do with him in the context of what I was saying in that moment. It was completely a bunch of other things and mm-hmm. it just was an explosive response, as CeeLo yeah. said. And yeah, just you never know. But uh but yeah, not taking things personally is 100% a good thing to have in mind. Yeah. And um, back to like uh, not caring about what other people think, which is obviously much easier said than done. Um, another thing I try to remind myself is that I don't want to give another person the power of their able opinions. To you. No, not, I mean that <laughs> that too. But also like, I don't I don't want their opinions or, or their view of me to have uh, enough power to like make me doubt or second guess myself. Cause I mean, I've done that when I was younger Yeah. and period. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I just have to remind myself, like, I know who I am. 
I shouldn't let this other person just like infiltrate everything that I've built up to this point to make myself the person that I am today. Because yeah. I'm very proud of who I am. You know, I've worked hard to be the person that I that I am today. So I don't want just someone who just like looks at me and has like a whole different uh, view of life, yeah, whole different you. perspective to just like tear me down with like just their words. Yeah. You know, so I'm proud I, yeah. of who you are too, Doug. Hmm? I'm proud of who you are too. I'm proud of who you are, man. But one thing, <laughs> one thing you said earlier is like, you know, you know the fact that you were good at giving advice, but what did you say about the why? Like why you were good at it? Not like the thought process, right? Oh, because but I mean, cause when I first meet people, I kind of sit back and analyze them before I approach them because it's kind of like I try to figure somebody out. I try to figure out how to approach somebody before I actually approach them. Gotcha. And like how Adia, when she approached that situation, she kind of went into it emotionally. Mm-hmm. I used to go into a lot of things emotionally. I used to. Oh, me too. Trust and it's me. not healthy for anybody. Right. And it was like emotion first, reason later. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of just like I had to just get my point across. But yeah. then you kind of have to realize like, yo, I'm not the only one in this world. Right. Yeah. I'm not the only one going it's through shit. It's a hard shit. put like, to swallow, but it's reality. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not the only one going through shit. Like the other person probably said what they said because of a, because of a point in time in their life that they're in. And I took it the wrong way because I'm going through a different point in my time. And so I used to approach things very emotionally and very just on the spot, just like without even thinking about it. And I started to analyze people and it was more so I would, I would figure out how to approach somebody before actually approaching them. And the same thing with advice, I'd figure out somebody because you can give people advice all day, every day, but they're not going to listen to you if they don't want to. (laughs) So you have to approach them in a way to where you want them to listen to you. And they, I mean, in a way, it's kind of manipulative. <laughs> so I, 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 I and yes, but, I understand what you're saying, but like, it's, it's kind of manipulative, so but it's for a good it's thing. What it's what you a, do yes, with that yeah, information. It's, that, it's for a good cause. But I think another way of, of, of looking at it is like, you're in a sense motivating them. Cause it's like, yeah, you're motivated. It's not even just like motivating them from like verbal praise. It's like, cause it has to come from within, like you said. So like, yeah, you want to instill like maybe your viewpoint or your, what you're feeling in inside of them. And like, you do that in a certain way. Sure. Like you can say quote unquote manipulative, but like there's a negative connotation with that word. Yeah, there is. So, it, but this is like, I know a what positive. you're trying to say though. Yeah. This is in a positive connotation. Cause it's like you use words that they're more likely to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you use a tone that they're more likely to respond positive to, positively to. Because a lot of people, when you come at them straight up and aggressively, I mean, some people need that. But when you do yeah, it to some. every, when you do it to people who <laughs> don't respond to that well, to that, well yeah. they're just going to take it like, you're just being a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, get like, the fuck out of my face. I don't want to like, hear it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're being straight up with somebody, a lot of times people don't like that. So you kind of have to approach them in a way that they will like it yeah. and a way that they will listen to you, which is some, which for most people is very calm, very coming from like a, yo, I care about you's place rather than like, dude, you need to quit with your shit, bro. Like you need to get your shit straight yeah. rather than kind of approaching somebody like that. You kind of just be like, look, dog, I've noticed. And it's the tone. You see how the tone changes? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. dog, get your shit straight, bro. Like you're fucking up going from that to look, dog. I noticed you've been fucking up lately and I noticed that it's been taking a toll on you. It changes the meaning yeah. changes completely. Everything. And you just, the words you use and how it's, it's Cause first scenario is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Second scenario is like, listen, yeah. man, like, I care for you. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about this. So it's, I mean, yeah, I guess it, I just take the time to figure people out 
and I take the time to figure out how to approach them before I actually approach them. And that makes sense. Yeah. But I also, well, what I was trying to get to was I feel like you just have like a natural gift for giving advice. Uh, maybe. Well, I understand know. the thought process. <laughs> like you, you explained it earlier, but like I, I just wanted you to reiterate it. Wow. Reiterate. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, well, me personally, like when I came to you for advice, uh, which happened on multiple times, like you gave good advice. And I was just like, how the fuck does this man just always know what to say? <laughs> you know? I, I don't know, bro. So, I mean, I've also been through a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm as, I'm also very good at putting myself in other people's shoes. Like, for example, when somebody comes to me and asks me, like, hey, dude, I'm going through this. Like, what would what should I do? I just think to myself, what would I do if I was in that situation? Mm-hmm. And I just tell them, look, dog. And one way that a lot of people actually listen to my, my advice is I don't actually tell them what, what to do. I tell them, look, I'm not going to tell you what to do because... I don't want you to go doing something that you might regret later on because it, it wasn't your doing. You're doing yeah. something that I told you. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what I would do in that situation. Here's what I would do. I would approach. I would do this. I would do that. They kind of think about it. And, and then they kind of like alter it to their to what their decision. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, OK, you know what? You're right. Like, yeah, I guess I could do that. Huh? OK. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not I'm not going to do it on that day I'm going to do it a different day and they kind of like alter it and make it their own decision Mm -hmm. and it's like you're kind of telling them what to do but also you're kind of just guiding them what to do rather than the word I was thinking of guidance yeah Yeah. you're kind of just guiding them instead of like telling them which I believe plays a huge part because growing up our whole lives our parents just tell us what to do (laughs) they don't really guide us us. what to believe a lot of them don't really guide us into doing like the right things they just tell us to Mm -hmm. do the right things they tell us the what not the why yeah and it's like well how do i know that's the right thing because you're telling me it's the right thing like you could tell me that like if if you're a kid and a parent tells the kid like oh yeah go kill that kid because it's the right thing to do you're going to grow up thinking it's the right thing to yeah. do to mm-hmm. kill anybody that just pisses you off yeah. because a parent told you like, no, you got to guide this mm-hmm. kid into doing the right thing. And it's like, you got to help him figure out what the right thing is to do. And you got to help him figure out, yo, that's what you need to do. And that is why it is so fucking like, like catastrophic when you have parents that don't have that mindset when going into parenting, whether it's, they were, they were forced into being parents or it was an accident or whatever the circumstance was where it wasn't really necessarily planned. It's like, and it, it's hard. I, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I have never had children, but I still think that from an outsider's perspective, it's like, I see so many people go into having families and they're just, they're either not prepared or they don't even really love each other. And they're, they're not yeah. sure, you know, because they haven't been with each other long enough to figure that out yet. It's like all your decisions, your choices, your personality and who, what you believe in and how you just go about life. When you have children, they fucking catch on to that shit. They soak up everything that you do, that you say, that you talk about, and they will mirror you. And eventually they're going to grow into their own. But at the same time, that still stays with them. And it's yeah. like, it, it is. It's like, I I know there are a lot of people out there that want to have families. And it's like, it's just an important question. I feel like they don't ask themselves, like, am I actually fucking ready? Am I ready to take care of a life? Am I ready to raise a child? Am I ready to try to raise them to, you know, be their own person and to make good choices? Give up my freedom. For give all up my that. freedom for all that. <laughs> yes, especially like you. <clears throat> it is. It is one big task, from my understanding, to take care of one child. I can't imagine having like three <clears throat> or four or five. Bless you. 
Was that a sneeze? That was an aggressive cough. cough. Yeah, oh, it's a cough. Coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of times it's like you. I was gonna say something, but I completely forgot. It's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, and so, and again, I'm also giving a shout out to all the parents out there that have stuck through it and they're trying their best to raise their kids to the right ability as best as they can. Because again, parenting is not easy. It is. Yeah. No one tells not. you how to do it. That is you just trying to figure it out as you go with the kid and trying your best and but it just it's for the it's for the parents out there or for the people who just they don't fucking think before they have kids and then they either put them in the foster home or they raise them and it's just like there's no care behind it there, there's no conscious effort of what am i saying how are they going how is this going to influence you know my kid and again the whole point of guiding them don't it's important to tell them when they're wrong and such, but it's at the same time it's like you have to explain you have to explain it you have to explain because they don't understand they won't understand unless you do. And it's important that they understand that because that's how they're going to make good decisions. You know, they're going to be like, okay, this is why I can't do this because this happened. And you know, those kind of things. And just guiding kids is a big difference in to just only telling them things all the time. Because, yeah. And I remember you mentioned this a long time ago, Alex, when we were just, you know, hanging out, you're like, I feel like a lot of my little cousins are being told what to do all the time and they don't want to do it because you're like, well, who the fuck are you? You know, that's kind of what their mindset yeah. is. Even when they're young, they're, that's kind of the idea. It's like, yeah. you know, who, do, who are you to tell me no? And it's like, explain it to them. Like, don't, it, it, again, it's a fine line. It is, it's, it's a learning curve and it's hard, but just it's important to guide them and not always just tell them right or from wrong because then they grow up thinking and seeing things the way that you do and that can also breed a lot of closed-mindedness like Mm -hmm. this is the only way that this is how this has to be seen you know and it's it's really sad i it's really really sad and it's fucked up damn i had to cough again hold on (laughs) (coughs) cough you thanks it's also fucked up because let's say a kid hits another kid and the parent's like you can't hit a kid or you can't hit kids or you can't hit people right and the kid is like well why not and the adult's like, because I said so. Like, that's shitty said, reasoning. It is yeah. shitty reasoning. Like, it's like you're not explaining them the consequences, the consequences of, of, of hitting other people. You're not like, you're not making them more emotionally intelligent. You're not, yes. you're not equipping them with anything that they actually need to learn. You're just saying, mm-hmm. I'm the person in charge to tell you what to do, what you not to do. To me and that yeah. is it. You're being an authoritative parent. Like, that's all. Like, authority. What's that authoritative. word? Authoritative. Authoritative. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, okay. you're right. I, I was like, it's like I, was that, like, I had to just tip. make that word up. Or no, I had, right? I had a tip of the tongue phenomenon. I couldn't think of how to pronounce it. Uh, yeah. So thanks for the help. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, that's wild, dude. And I'm, I'm only saying this not from a parent's perspective. I'm saying this from being a kid's perspective. I'm sure we all are. Right. Because <laughs> right. none of us have none kids. None of us have kids. No. Yeah. Right. Well, pff, not that I know of. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I'm very well aware. I have no kids. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, going back to like what Aria said earlier about experience, I think that was, that's a big thing on why I might give good advice because I've met a lot of people, a lot of people older than me. And when I talk to these people, we talk about our lives and we get into those conversations and I think about it and I'm like, damn, bro, like, here I am when I was younger, I was like 24, 23 years old. And I'm like, here I am. And I've lived more life than somebody who's like 37. Yeah. It's crazy how that can work. Like, because I've been doing all this crazy, stupid shit since I was like 11, bro. Like I've been doing a bunch of dumb shit. (laughs) And for some reason I survived through all of it. And, but then I, then I get to 28 and I'm like, damn, like I've lived more life than people that are 40 plus Mm -hmm. because I talk to them and they're like, Oh no, I've never experienced that before. And it's like, bro, I've 
been through that shit like six times. What the fuck? fuck? But it's because I put myself into a lot of situations <laughs> where I have to learn about learn from right. it quick. <laughs> I feel like one of the most humbling um, interactions for me is like when someone who's older than you, like, you know, I'm 25. So someone who's like, I don't know, 30, 40, even 50 Go tells ahead, me. Bro, say 28. <laughs> no, bro. When someone older than me tells me that I have a good head on my shoulders, because it just like, it really humbles me. Because I personally don't think that, I'm, I don't think that I have a, bad head on my shoulders but it's just like from a young age people are like like when i speak to them they're like you you sound really good for your age and i'm always just humbled by that because mm-hmm. i don't think that myself yeah. but Same. it's nice that other people think that of me yeah, yeah it is because it kind of makes you feel like okay i must be doing something right exactly. if, you know someone who's a little bit <clears throat> older than me might has might have more experience in certain things than i do or whatever it's, again, when you look at someone who's older than you and they give you that compliment, it's like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, a few times that's happened to me and I, yeah, it does. It's like, shit, you know, it makes yeah. me feel kind of good about myself, you know, in a good way. And I'm like, oh, look at me. I know fucking everything, you know, nothing like that. It's just. Oh, I, I, I might have thought that as a kid. Naturally, or a yeah, as a kid, 100%. <laughs> if you can hear that as a kid, you, you yeah. do. It's kind of hard not to like get into your head a little bit because you're like, oh, look at me, you and know? And then you grow up and you're like, I don't know anything. Anything. Dude. Yeah, this is some bullshit, bro. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I didn't. I for sure didn't. But is there anything else you guys want to add? Any questions you have? I know she's yeah. getting sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not glad. I'm like, okay, how long am I going to stay alive? Wake up like... <laughs> I'm trying to... Remember, she I've goes to bed earlier. I go to bed for like 4 or 3 a.m. Like, when's a good way to say like, I hate to cut the flow, guys, but like, you're losing me here. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm like, you're this one, she can stay for hours. Me, I'm like, I should have been in bed a long time ago. Yeah. I'm like, I wasn't going to be somebody to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to go. I'm like, no. I'm like, I haven't seen him in See, a while. And that is why whenever we're out and about, and especially when we went clubbing the that oh, first shit. time, I'm super perceptive of her moods, her expressions, because I know her so well. She's so intent on like being the one that's respectful and like mindful and like, yeah. oh no, I don't <laughs> want to, I don't want to break the flow. And I'm like, no, if you, detriment to myself, if honestly. you need sleep, I will adv- help advocate that. Like, oh, hey, Adrian, you look a little tired. Like, I you know, also advocate yeah. For that. yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, those are things it's, it's hard not to like, and that is the irony of her being the bigger sister and me being the little sister. <laughs> Cause while she's like, oh, I'm the older sister. I'm like, honey, the things I have done sometimes, <laughs> but I could count. There's a lot of shit today. 100% that I yes. fucking do. Easily that, can yeah, turn no. that back around, one hundred percent. Well, Jeez. listen, that answers your question from the beginning of the podcast. What, what? differentiates them as yeah. twins? <laughs> well, I've actually learned a lot through um, talking to you guys. Well, I, I learned a lot the first time, but I felt like even though we had different conversations, then it was hard to differentiate you two. Because I met all, you for the first time. Yeah, yeah. we're all in different mind states that we were last time we recorded the podcast. One hundred percent. Yeah, but. With that being said, with you being tired, I'm also tired. <laughs> I'm always tired. It was a pleasure to have you two on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Thank, thank you for you. coming back on. Yeah, of thank course. you for reinviting us. Yes, I was super you. excited to do this with you guys. Of course. It's always a good time. So Our thank you again. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I wish I would have talked a little bit more, but you know what? It's a work in progress. It's all good. We'll get yeah, it next okay. time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's definitely going to be an Round episode. three. <laughs> Whenever that happens. <laughs> hopefully I'll try to either have more energy or something because like this time around, I'm like, you I know, thought or, I had Or hopefully we'll do it earlier. Right. That would help, but you know, again, I really don't care this this stuff like i'd be willing to put in the time and whatnot because i do generally like this stuff i like conversations and 
you know, I'm like, again, I know I didn't really show it. Was I not talking a whole bunch, but you got sleepy. It happens. Yeah. yeah. But I do like to conversate and like to, you know, have these conversations that are meaningful. You know, they mean a lot. Well, well trust, even there's days where I'm sleepy and I don't contribute as much as I <laughs> it happens. can yeah, or want, would like I'm to sleepy too. So yeah, we're human. Yeah, maybe yeah. next time, uh, if we do start earlier, we should perhaps have a song prepared that we can sing. Oh, God, yes. why did you have to say that? Because I remember, I, I don't know if I said it the last time in the podcast or if I said it after the fact of like, oh, hey, you know, if you guys are okay with that, you know, we could do that. I think we might have said it on the podcast. Okay. I believe. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So next time we, we why should. Why you remind them? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I want to do it and I would love so for you, to, you do to do it. Yeah. Okay, we can okay. argue about this. But I know. Yeah, we're not going to go on another tangent. Yeah. Once again, thank you guys for being on this podcast. Yes. Alex, thanks for joining us again. No, CeeLo, thank you for joining <laughs> us again. <laughs> if you guys made it to the end, we appreciate y'all. If you didn't, we appreciate y'all still. A little too much. Actually. A little too much. Again, we're recording bi-weekly, and we'll see you or we'll talk to you guys next time. In two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> Later. Peace.